containers cultivators. <laughs> Welcome to a special edition of Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses, the only usually lesbian-hosted podcast about whatever uh, funny Google Translate version of the title of this property I found this time. I'm Roy. I don't have a nickname because this is a special one. I have a friend with me. Yeah, uh, hello, I'm Rainer, and uh, I've just been basically dragged in from the street. I'm a man who knows nothing, and <laughs> I've been told I'm, I'm going to have my basically my dinner with Roy, where I've been going to get talked to for, for two hours about something I don't know anything about, and just exactly. nod and, and make my, my small brain comments to it, yeah. <laughs> make my brain comments <laughs> dinner with Roy. Uh yeah, this is this is the recap episode. Um we're we're about what are we? I guess we're about two thirds of the way through the novel. Um it's very long okay. because Is it is it a completed novel yes. or is it ongoing? Okay. It is complete. Um so uh, before we get into the actual novel, I have, you know, some 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 notes and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, this okay. is the absolute fucking beginner's guide. You don't have to know anything <laughs> about it to get to this, because we're here to answer all of your questions about the media property. Mm -hmm. So this is up through yeah. chapter 75. Uh, my good PowerPoint, which I'm going to post a link to along with this episode, <laughs> so you can follow along. Um, so... Let's go. What? What is Modazushi? So, Modazushi, roughly translated to Grandmaster of mm. Demonic Cultivation. It is a novel written by uh, a Chinese web novel website user, Moshang Tongshu. That is her screen name, username. Nobody knows. I don't know what her real name is. That's what oh, she goes by. Okay. We call, she, is, she is Moshang Tongshu to us. We call her MXTX for short. The M, mm -hmm. the X, the T, and the X. Um, so it was published online in August and September of 2016 on this website, which stands for something that I don't remember what it is off the top of my head. It doesn't matter. Um, so kind of a kind of a Bella Forest situation, right? Kind really of a Bella Forest the, the author situation. could even be multiple, maybe. <laughs> for all we know. Or it could be could be an Italian convent, for we know. <laughs> it could it could have been three european uh podcasters for all we know yeah um <laughs> uh there are also some bonus chapters that she put out um uh they're just like kind of fun little things that happen mm -hmm. either off to the side of the main plot during the story or after the the novel proper um and the last one i think came out on 420 funny oh, nice. date in 2018 yeah. Um, and that one was released in the, like, paperback or whatever, like, actual physical copy of, like, the either Taiwanese or Singaporean release of it, something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so now it's got a ton of adaptations. Um, okay. it's, yeah, it's got an animated series, which I really like, and we already talked about that at, at the beginning of the podcast. Um, it's got a live action series, which is what made it very popular. Um, I have that's seen, on, I have yeah. seen screen caps of that, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep, famously on Netflix. Uh-huh. Okay. Um there's a there are two audio dramas. There's one in Chinese and one in Japanese. Uh there is a comic and it is going to be getting a mobile game, so we love to get into mm. the gotcha, you know, uh uh microtransaction business. Gonna have gonna make the microtransaction money. You, yeah. you gotta make the micro, gotta. microtransaction money. Um 
Man är pequeño. Ja. <laughs> Cash pequeño. Cash um, pequeño. <laughs> um, there aren't any official English translations. Oh, that's always good. Yeah. Always good. Um, I guess recently, and this is like something that usually we would talk about in the kind of quote unquote news section of the, the podcast where, um, I guess, like, recently somebody uncovered that, like, some company has, like, basically put a copyright out on doing an English translation, but that doesn't mean that it's actually going to be translated anytime soon. It just means that somebody has said, hey, we're going to do this, allegedly, okay. um, and they're hanging on to it for money reasons. So, what we're working with, <laughs> the English translation yeah. that we do have, is on a website called Exiled Rebels which is staffed by several um, young women, some of which are in high school. Um, <laughs> and they just do translations of these types of novels. Uh, it's don't, don't go Great. there. It's, yeah. it's kind of makes you uncomfortable sometimes, but I, mm. I have, I have collected everything into some PDFs. So All right. um, pretty good, but, uh, but it's a, it's a decent translation. Okay. A couple other like groups of people have like started doing translations uh, but basically it's just all grassroots as far as us English speaking folks. Uh-huh. Um, there okay. are, yeah, there are translations into a couple other languages, but it's like, um, Thai, I think there's a Russian translation. Um, no, nothing for us though. Nothing, nothing for me. Nothing for us. Um, and it is finally, last but not least, it is canonically gay, not in the sports anime way. People mm. never believe me when I say this because they take me for a fool. Um. Okay. That was the biggest, the biggest question I had. Yeah. Like the, the, the little bits of cultural osmosis I got of this. Is it, is it like canonically gay or is it just because most of the people in my, like my Twitter universe like to, uh -huh. to gay ship like uh, the cute boys? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's, which is understandable. And it's, it's double understandable when you have people making mm. posts about like, oh, look at, uh, you know, just basically taking the subtext and treating it as fact, mm. um, which we like to do. It's fun. Yeah, you gotta. That's, yeah. That's what literary, literary is all about. It is. Um, literature, literary analysis is where you say mm. this is what's happening. Um, but yeah, the, it, it makes it a little bit confusing when something is actually literally mm. canonically gay. Uh, this ends with them running off and getting married, so... Mm. <clears throat> like, literally... <laughs> 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 literally, they fuck off right literally. after the climax and mm. get married. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know why the tra the transition on this slide is, like, fucky, but yeah, there we go. Mm. Alright. Just that one. Anyway, so here's the elevator pitch. Mm. Uh, so... Our friend George, George R. R. Martin, <laughs> R. Martin <yeah. laughs> George R. Our Martin writes Avatar The Last Airbender, but it's gay now. Um, specifically, yeah. it is the story of the twink who invented necromancy and the upstanding nerd he annoyed into falling in love with him. On accident, I should clarify. Yeah. Um, they solve a murder mystery together, and that serves as kind of a framing device for the twink to explore the causes and effects of his benevolent okay. trolling throughout his life. Um, he is this. He's this. Okay. He's this. Gotta, gotta say this. This sounds like like laser targeted elevator pitch for just the Pigot family. <laughs> I gotta say, listen, people. People do not listen to me. Yeah. People will say, Roy, you have good taste in things, and then they won't mm -hmm. take my word on this. But yeah. Um. 
so three things, three more things before we get actually into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so first of all, um, so here's what the, I already did yeah. the translation. Uh, mm-hmm. But what is cultivation? What what is a cultivator? Um, gotta know what a cultivator is. Um, be a cultivators, be a cultivators. Yeah, <laughs> cultivators be cultivating. Yeah. Um, an idiot would say it's a D and D cleric, but for Taoism, and I'm the idiot. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, <laughs> so if you know anything about Taoism, it's that. But it's like yeah. you're yeah, you've done so much meditation and been such a good Taoist that you can do magic now and. Yeah. You're you're young and hot forever, and the goal oh, of cultivation oh. is to is to become immortal. Basically, you're a demigod. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Even okay. yeah. Any question? D- d- stop me at any point. Um, you're fine. So so weird. like your 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 uh, your power your mind has so, be- so uh, become so powerful that like <laughs> you can you can actually control your body. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And see so yeah, if, if I if I were you, I, w- I would simply not age. Exactly. <laughs> your brain your brain has expanded and become so peaceful at heart <laughs> that you can now take a sword and ride it like a skateboard and fly mm. on it. That's a thing that happens. Um demonic cultivation is um it encompasses a lot of things but in this novel specifically mm. it basically amounts to necromancy. So, so you're becoming a lich or something like kind that. of kind of. Uh it's necromancy specifically in the sense that like you are in control of zombies you can make them uh-huh. you can do whatever you want with them um you, and this is culturally this is a very bad thing because uh-huh. one of the things that you do as a cultivator is basically like Taoist ghostbuster shit so uh-huh. you uh there are there are situations that arise. So basically, in Taoism, what happens if like you die a very traumatic death, or if you die under like suspicious circumstances or anything, anything like that, anything that like you're just not settled when you die, you have the potential to be to become basically an angry zombie. <clears throat> and the the cultivators come in and they have to basically help you. Uh, help those angry zombies move on so that they can re-enter the the, mm-hmm. the reincarnation cycle. And I assume um, the demonic cultivators do the opposite and kind of like, right. oh, there's, there's a uh, potential angry zombie. I'm going to get into, the, into that. And exactly, exactly. For my evil purposes. <laughs> yeah, they say it's free real estate. Yeah. And <laughs> this is my zombie now. And um, they take advantage of it. And... Um, mm. Uh, so it's basically some shit like this. This is him in the live action, by the way. <laughs> yes, I've seen this man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's him, famously. Uh, that's our friend Wei Wushan, uh, but we'll get to him in a second. So second, uh, so character names take some getting mm-hmm. used to. And I know this was a thing that you had brought up. Um, yeah, I have an entire I, I, slide I, about yeah. it next. Yeah. I said that I'm, I'm already very bad with remembering character names. and like, When I get into a new <laughs> media property that's like... The biggest issue I always have that it takes me ages to to remember the character names. So if this is especially difficult here, I'm great. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna help you as best I can. Um, So characters in this have like obviously they'll have at least one name, but they have several names. Mm -hmm. Um, So they have 
these three things that are like the three mm-hmm. main ways that we'll be uh, referring to most of them. Mm-hmm. So there's your your baby name, which is uh, I'll explain that later. Yeah, but th- these aren't the official names, but this is the easiest way to understand okay. it. So your baby name, your public name, and then your initials. Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, your title, which <laughs> is your clout name. And then you have whatever mm-hmm. stupid thing we call you on the podcast. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then there's going to be some terminology. I'll just get to that whenever it comes up. Um, eventually, this this okay. slideshow gets very stupid. So there's not going to be a whole <laughs> lot of terminology <laughs> after like, the fourth slide. Whatever. Um, so let's talk about names real quick. Um, obviously, you gotta have a name. You gotta. Sure. Right? I, yeah. What um, else? How are people gonna call you? Yeah. Exactly. Every time. Yeah. You, you, yeah. I mean, that's, like, that, of course. That's why why we, why we invented them. Yeah, so. it's convenient. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be calling everybody homeboy, and that's not gonna be that's not gonna do anybody any good. Um. So that, since this is Chinese, you got your mm-hmm. family name first. Yeah. So yeah. So your okay, yeah. your last name first. Yeah. That order. Um. So you have your 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 given name slash baby name. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is usually just one syllable. <clears throat> and this is the name that's given to you by your parents. Um, and only people who are like mm-hmm. really close to you or people who are um, like above you in status can use. Um, if okay. people are unfamiliar with you or are of lower status than you and they use your given name, it's mm-hmm. like very disrespectful. Um, mm-hmm. but the easiest way to recognize a given name is that it's one syllable. Then you have your courtesy name, which is your public name. That's the, that's the name that you were referred to most of, as most of the time. Uh, it's usually two syllables. You don't get a courtesy name in this universe until you turn 15. Um, usually there's one like, like it'll already be decided for you, like even before you're mm-hmm. born, but you don't get to start using it until you're 15. So until you're 15, you're basically... Below of same status as everyone, there's no one below. Yeah, you. you're just baby. Basically. You're just baby. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so your courtesy name, you get your courtesy name, and it's usually two syllables. And um, anybody who's like, basically, any, basically anybody who's providing you the slightest ounce of respect um, mm-hmm. outside of your immediate family will refer to you as your courtesy name. Um, but and this what, is also given to you, or do you choose it, or something in between? It varies. Um, usually it's given to you ahead of time, but in mm-hmm. some cases you pick it on your own, and that's just due to, like, circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, like, our main character, Wei Wushan, for instance, Wushan is his courtesy name. And okay. he had to pick that himself because his parents died before they could give him a courtesy oh, name. damn it. Yeah, <laughs> we hate that. We don't like that. <laughs> um, but then there's a, like, later on in the novel, um, there's a character who um, has yet to be born, and he receives a courtesy name. And that's like, it's like akin to, um, the way that happens in the novel is like, it's it's akin to like, um, giving, giving, giving that child a gift. Okay. Is yeah. there... Is there a character who has given himself a very stupid courtesy name because they were 15? <laughs> uh, it's kind of a big deal, your, your courtesy okay. name, but Weiwushan does give his sword a really stupid name, uh, and everybody okay. everybody thinks him a fool for it, uh, um, and, he, and he thinks it's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, naming your sword is also a big deal, but... um. 
but whatever. The, the the names do have like very important meanings and everything. Okay. Uh, it, it like you know whatever. So so you have your given name and your courtesy name. Uh-huh. These are the two most common things. So if you're extremely badass and famous, you can get a title. Uh-huh. Um, and there are a couple different ways that a title can work, but it's like easiest to identify it right away is it's going to have one of these honorifics, either Jun or Zun. Um, okay. And that's kind of like San in Japanese. Yeah. Um, I think so they're this, related, but yeah. This is added to the to the family name, or is it just the no? This the is suffix just, of the this title. is this is just the so the Jun or the Zun is just an honorific, and then your title is something else. I have an example oh, okay. that will come okay. up, mm-hmm. and I'll go over it. Um, so then there's a nickname. Mm-hmm. Usually the nicknames are going to start with A, which is like similar okay. to the Chan mm-hmm. prefix in like anime and Japanese mm-hmm. and everything. But it'll be like, and it'll usually be like the second syllable of the courtesy name or just the given name. So like, um, so like Ashian, you see Weibushan referred to as Ashian by like, you know, his, his, his older adoptive sister, people like that. Okay. This is when you use the odds, very affectionate. Mm -hmm. Um, then there's initials and this is just kind of, this is outside of the text. I, I'm going to be using these initials a lot because they're easier to Mm -hmm. type. (laughs) All right. Yeah, and then there's just whatever stupid shit we call mm-hmm. them on the show. Um, so, for example... Is this, sorry, is hmm? this, like, uh, based on actual... What, what was it? Taiwanese or Chinese? Uh, this like is customs? Chinese. Okay. Yeah, so this was not yeah. made up by the author. Right. Because that would be very... Right. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that was... Yeah, the only thing that was made up by the author is that in real life, the courtesy name would have been given at 20. Um, uh-huh. But okay. she just said, I'm going to make it 15 because I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but for example, so we've got this fella. Um, mm-hmm. so his given name is Meng Yao. Um, so Meng is a family this... name, and Yao is his yes. like, baby name. Yep, okay. yep, that's his baby name. Mm-hmm. Um, his uh courtesy name is Jin Guangyao, and the reason his his family name changes is a plot reason. He he basically gets okay. the Ramsey Bolton treatment treatment. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay. So that's why he goes from Meng to Jin. This is uh, Jinified. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets eaten by dogs. Yeah. Um, the, no, he doesn't. Um, Lian Fang Zun is his title because okay. uh, he he did big important war things. Mm-hmm. So he got he got he became famous, mm-hmm. and he gets this title. I mean, with a with a hat like that, you gotta be famous. This oh yeah. Not, you don't get to wear a hat. This like is that, not a common man's hat. <laughs> <laughs> This is my clout hat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, his initials are just, we just refer to him as JGY. G- Those are his initials. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Jin Guang Yao. Mm-hmm. Ayao is his little nickname that some people will call him when they're. Cause he's. He is among Pequeño. Um, he uh, is very small. Like, you can tell by the shape of his hat and his hair here that mm-hmm. he's kind of among. Um, mm-hmm. And he is Pequeño. <laughs> so, uh, he is Ayao. Um, outside of, outside of the canon, uh, the author and, like, fans like to call him Yao Mei, which, uh-huh. uh, mean, basically means little sister Yao, um, and that's a whole mm-hmm. joke. Um, okay. that'll make more sense in context. Um, mm-hmm. but then, on the show, we just call him Jiggy. He's just Jiggy, and that Based just comes the, from his initials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's just Jiggy to me. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But that's him. Is that uh, not, the, hmm? the Yao is both in his in his given and his courtesy name? Is that a coincidence or is the um, do it usually? That's 
his own thing. Um, so, oh God, I'll get to this. Remind me, remind <laughs> sure. me about the Yao thing when we get to like mm-hmm. chapter 47 or so. <laughs> uh, it'll be a while, but I will get to it because that's right. a whole thing. He gets the Ramsey Bolton treatment, but it's like if Roose Bolton fucking hated Ramsey and didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, but he had to for, for, for dignity reasons. Um, so yeah, so there's that. Had to do it to him. Um, Lastable, here's how I'm organizing this. So the novel is divided into arcs, and these are just like clumps of chapters with a, a, like a title. So it'll be like, like one arc is called, um, like one of the first arcs is called Arrogance, and that's divided Uh into a few parts. Um, so it'll be like Arrogance 1, Arrogance 2, Arrogance 3, so on and so forth. Uh So it's divided into arcs, so I'm just dividing this into arcs. <clears throat> just because it's easier for me to look through yeah. my notes. <laughs> um, the novel is also, like, half of it is flashbacks. It's very, uh, it's very, uh, uh, Jay's lowish. Uh, this reminds me at a time, you know, so, so it's very, it's very, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's very flashbacks. Um, it goes back and forth between flashbacks. Sometimes there are flashbacks within flashbacks. Ah, great. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, don't worry about it, though, because what I'm gonna do is that when a section is a flashback, I'll just make the slide background uh-huh. pink. So, okay. that'll remind both you and me that we're going to do a flashback. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it happens a lot. Yeah. Just just yeah. like Memento. Uh, just like getting, Memento. There's the, actually the zero backwards. difference. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's read this fucking thing. So, we got our first arc here. Uh, <laughs> I'm combining these because the reincarnation arc is like one chapter, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, prologue okay. and the reincarnation arc. Yeah. So, prologue. This is our protagonist. This is Wei Wushan. Uh, like I said, Wushan is his curt- courtesy name. Mm-hmm. Wei Ying, that is his given name. Yiling Patriarch is his title that he will get eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get to that when we get to it, but this is him. Okay. He's playing in the dirt because he loves to do that. Um, he does that all okay. of the time. He is always dirty. He's gross. That's He's like dead. To, to, to eat the dirt because it's doing the tasty. <laughs> He's having a good time. In this, in this picture in particular, he has just punched somebody and his adoptive mm, dad is sad. having a parent-teacher conference <laughs> and he's... Meanwhile, he's waiting mm. for that to happen and he's in the dirt playing with an anthill. Mm. Okay. So, yeah. But he's dead. <laughs> Already at so this he, point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He is dead. Everybody loves it. Uh, everybody is so happy that this nasty little dirt boy is dead. <laughs> just like Moritz, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like <laughs> He does... This is kind of the story of him going from Dennis the Menace to Max and Moritz at the same time. <laughs> kind of is uh more on the prologue so so i explained how necromancy and demonic okay, cultivation yeah. are bad um kind of a given yeah okay yeah zombies are basically wmds uh-huh. um uh the 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 more powerful a zombie is the obviously the more destructive it's going to be and mm-hmm. and the more powerful it is the harder it is to control mm-hmm. uh and you know so it's it's always risky controlling a zombie because mm-hmm. they can have a lot of 
whatever. It's it's mm. it's just they're just difficult to control. So they immediately uh, become WMDs. I, mean, I, I was gonna um, ask like what is what is <coughs> like the goal of the necromancers? Why why do they get us zombies? Like just because they like it, or are they? Like, <laughs> Do they have, um, like, political motives, or are they just Joker and want to see the world burn? <laughs> uh, well, so, it, basically, basically nobody, in this, in this, in this novel, nobody has done necromancy in any successful capacity until Wei Wuxian starts doing it. Mm-hmm. And he starts doing it out of, ne- out of necessity during a war. Um... Oh. He, yeah, he, there are, there are very big circumstances that lead him to having to do it. Um, and, but like before he started having to do it, he was kind of like already being like, you know, why can't we take their angry energy and do something with it? Um, and everybody said, don't even think about doing that. That's evil. Hmm. Stop it. We hate you. Um, So, so that's kind of what's going on. I mean, there uh-huh. is another character who does it because he's the Joker, but uh-huh. um, we'll get to him. So we're still in the prologue. Everybody says that this guy Zhang Cheng killed him, and Zhang Cheng is Wei Wuxian's Shidi, which is his basically his adoptive brother. Um, yeah, your younger martial brother, a guy who goes to this, a guy who belongs to the same like. It can mean, like, anything from, like, you know, a martial arts studio to, like, a school or just anything where okay. you're, like, yeah, um, learning learning alongside each other uh-huh. in some capacity. They're basically the same age, but everybody says that he's the one who killed Wei Wuxian. <laughs> Nobody was actually there, though, so who's who's to say? Um, haters will say that Wei Wuxian is an ingrate because... <laughs> 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 because... So, Wei Wuxian, his backstory is that his dad was a servant of Zhang Cheng's dad. And Zhang Cheng's dad is the leader of the Zhang sect. Hey, Roy, what's a sect? Yeah. So a sect is basically... I was gonna ask yeah. this, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we're all asking this. A sect is a group of cultivators... <sighs> Under, uh, they all gather in one place, basically they have like a, you know, a city or whatever, uh, base of operations, and they have one guy who leads them, uh, and they're basically led by a family, and that's hereditary. Uh-huh. And they can just bring people in, and they, um, you know, help them study and improve their cultivation and learn how to do cultivator uh-huh. stuff, um, you know, just kind of like, give them a community and also uh-huh. give them, uh, you know, a, a way to be cultivators. Okay, um, so sect is kind of a a bad translation because it has the negative connotation, and yeah, which it actually shouldn't have in in this unit. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, they also refer to them as clans sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, but they're kind of you know I I mm. use sect because that's what yeah. I heard first. Um, mm. but yeah, uh, so 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 Wei Wuxian's dad was Zhang Cheng's dad's servant, and um. Zhang Cheng's dad had like this weird relationship with the with Wei Wuxian's dad and also his mm-hmm. also Wei Wuxian's mom and um uh they went off and they uh mom and dad Wei died uh and okay. they had so, well they went off and then they died and so 
Zhang Cheng's dad said, well, I know they have a little boy. Uh, it would be wrong to just leave him, you know, hanging. Let me go uh-huh. find the little boy. So he went out and he found little baby Wei Wishan and he brought him back and he brought him into the, the Zhang sect and he raised him basically alongside his family, which, uh-huh. um, like, with somebody who is, like, by way of inheritance, a servant, they refer to uh-huh. Wei Wishan a lot as a, a, the son of a servant, um, uh-huh. it's very uh-huh. unusual for him to be raised basically as a member of their family. Kind of, kind of a Jon <laughs> so Snow thing. Are, yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. He's exactly... Um, he's the Jon Snow of here. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so, so the fact that, but, uh, c- circumstances later along, um, the, basically everybody in Zhang Chung's family died. Uh, his parents and his older sister, they're all dead. Mm-hmm. And, um, famously everybody says that it's Wei Wuxian's fault. And that's kind of debatable. Um, so they're calling him an ingrate for, uh, being in their eyes, responsible for the deaths of his adoptive family. Um, this is Zhang Cheng. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is an emoji that we have in the Discord. <laughs> um, he's purple. Andrew. I'm just going to be uh-huh. referring to him as JC usually, Jesus Christ. Um, he's rude, he's angry, he's never been happy. Um, if he if he were around this, right uh, now... This sounds he like would... a, a guy K would like. Because it's rude. <laughs> yes, you were absolutely correct. <laughs> Kay said this is my favorite. Yep. This, yep. Is, her, this is her son in this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Targeted K advertisement with Zhang Guanyin. Oh my god. <laughs> so the the prologue the way the prologue is written is it's basically just like disembodied voices of people gossiping. So mm-hmm. what we get right off the bat is this big theme wow. of public opinion. Um, and how people people spreading gossip are fucking idiots. People be talking, um, and the summary of the public opinion here is basically that Wei Wuxian was good when he helped everybody take down fascism, but then as soon as he threatened another guy's fascism, which everyone believed was good because he just had better press, he became the bastard of the world, and everybody hated him and he had to die. Mm -hmm. Um, yep. So, which as it happens, is a thing that happens. You gotta have me re- real quick with, like, yeah, the, the timeline of all this. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. where where does the prologue start? Like, how old are the, the characters? Are, where are okay, they that's a good question. Lives? Yeah, okay, so the prologue, um, Wei Wuxian would have been about 22. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so he, he, he has had a lot of things happen to him in the last mm-hmm. seven-ish years. Yeah. Um the the earliest that the flashbacks go to is when he's about 15. Um and that's when mm-hmm. the most important things happen. But um so the prologue takes place when he's around 22. Uh and but this is just is he dead at that point I don't understand that yet. Like you said uh, he's dead. But like Yeah, the prologue The prologue starts right like immediately after he dies. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he dies at 22. Yeah. Yeah, he dies at 22. Okay. Uh, he dies, he's 22, and then people start talking shit about him. Uh, I mean, they've been talking shit about him, but they yeah. talk shit about him and how it's good that he died and how much they hated him um, and uh, all of this stuff. He did do some war crimes, but we'll yeah. get into that. So are, there, are um, like the members of the sects or the sects kind of like, like 
public people? Are they celebrities in, in a way? Or is this just like in his in his town or whatever, people talking about it? Um, or because he was talking... important in the, I, I guess, the war against the fascists. Yeah, he was he was very famous. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll get into the sects a little bit because this mm -hmm. is a good place to start with that. So in this novel, there are five big important sects. Mm -hmm. um, the Jungs are one of them. And those five big important sects are like those, the members of those, like the, the, the ruling members of those sects, the people who are like members of the families that lead those sects mm -hmm. are very big, very important celebrities. Everybody knows them, even people who aren't cultivators. Um, mm -hmm. But then... Um, are, they, like the, are they competing against each other in some way? I mean, it seems like they would be on the basically on the same side. Right? Like, we do this, this cultivating thing and uh, we all hate Nick. <laughs> uh, it is complicated. <laughs> all right. It's, yeah, it's very... Is it it's political? Very, it's very political. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's very Westeros, so um, uh, you would think that they're all in the same thing together, and sometimes they are, but sometimes you get certain sects who decide that they want to do fascism, mm -hmm. and that's when yeah. everybody else has to team up and take them down. But it's fascism to defeat <laughs> necromancy, so it's good, I guess. Right. Um, if the necromancy is used mm -hmm. to defeat the fascism that we don't like, it's good. Oh, but if okay. the necromancy mm -hmm. is used to defeat the fascism that we do like because we don't really realize that it's trying to be fascism mm -hmm. yet, then it's bad. Um, <laughs> so, so that's kind of how it is. Mm -hmm. the, the rest of the members of any given sect are not going to be as famous. Uh, they might be like somewhat recognized mm -hmm. like among cultivators but like if you went into just the regular asshole world um mm -hmm. people aren't really going to know who they are they might like okay. recognize them as being cultivators because they're super hot and very powerful <laughs> okay. but they're not going to know exactly uh -huh. who they are okay so they know um, like the leaders and that's it right huh? right okay. uh most of the important characters in this are mm -hmm. sect leaders or immediate relatives of sect, sect leaders right. um so so he dies, he's 22, people talk shit, and then it's then we cut to 13 years later. Mm -hmm. Alright. And we get into the reincarnation oh, arc. He's back. back. Wei Wuxiang is back. Happen? Let's find out. So, we got this fella named Mo Xuan Yu. Mm -hmm. And he is living in a shitty little shack um, in a village where he's being horribly abused <laughs> by his family. Uh. Um, he has had some shit happen to him, and I'll get mm -hmm. to that, but he has gotten to the point where he said, alright, I've had enough of this, I'm not powerful enough to get revenge on my own <clears throat> for my mm -hmm. years of mistreatment, so I'm going to remove my soul, mm -hmm. um, I'm just throwing it into the garbage, it's never gonna come back, it's never gonna be reincarnated, my soul is gone, and mm -hmm. in the place of my soul... I'm going to have Wei Wuxian's soul come okay. inhabit my body. Okay, so, he's so Wei Wuxian... Jesus takes the wheel, but like the car is his body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he okay. said Wei Wuxian take the wheel. He's, does he say um, specifically Wei Wuxian, or is it like some strong guy, please help me? Uh, it, it is literally Wei Wuxian's soul. Okay. Uh, it is Wei Wuxian's soul in Mo Xuan Yu's body. No, but is, is he calling for him specifically? Or is it yes, just... Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. 
because Weibushan is like it's 13 years later and like enough time has passed that like um a lot of what he did back in the day has been like exaggerated and distorted mm-hmm. and people think he at this point people think he was like the most evil scary villain possible mm-hmm. they think they think that this dude was like they basically turned him from real life Rasputin into Anastasia Rasputin. Okay. <laughs> so most one you said, I want Anastasia Rasputin in my body. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and so Okay. And is is this like a, a thing people know you can just do to call out for I guess like No. No. So he's just he's just oh, might as well try it. Yeah. He we'll get into how he got this intel. Mm-hmm. Um at the at the point we're at in the show in the podcast, uh, I don't think we're a hundred percent clear on the details, and a lot of how he got this knowledge is uh, like even by the end of it left unclear. Um, I mean, you said like, in the beginning that if if someone like dies under specific cir- circumstances, it is known that his spirit kind of wanders around. So right. I assume. So the thing is playing off yeah. Um, <clears throat> so one of the things. Uh, in the prologue that I should have mentioned and I didn't is that um, people people are speculating that Wei Wuxian's ghost is going to come back and like wreak all mm-hmm. this havoc, and so it gets to the point where people are just waiting for that to happen, but it never does, mm. and people aren't sure why. So he is Jesus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Uh, literally zero difference between Wei Wuxian yeah. and Jesus. You <laughs> you imbecile. You fucking moron. But. Uh, <laughs> When really, and we'll learn this over the course of it, but I'll just say it right now because it's it, because it's coming up right now. Mm-hmm. The reason Wei Wuxian's soul doesn't come back uh, to like haunt anybody or anything is because when he died, he was at peace with the fact that he was going to die. Mm-hmm. Because he was like, he was kind of at a point where he was like, you know what? I fucked up so much mm-hmm. and I've made so much bad shit happen that I deserve to die. I'm fine with this. And because he was fine with it, uh, his soul wasn't going to come back and haunt anybody. Mm. It was basically just okay. waiting around, waiting to be like <laughs> reincarnated on its own. But then Moshuan Yu said, give me some of that Wei Wushan juice. And mm. here he is. <laughs> All right. So he wakes up. Yeah. So he wakes up in this shitty little shack <laughs> in Moshuan Yu's body. Um, and he's like, he takes for about four seconds. He's like, what the fuck is going on? And he kind of looks around this shitty little shack and, um, you know, looks at everything that's going on. And he pieces some stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, Yu's cousin comes in and abuses him. Uh, his life is very bad. Yeah. Uh, as we learn this. So uh, what we learn is that he was another uh, illegitimate son ah. of a of a sect leader. And we don't learn it right away, but uh, he is the illegitimate son, one of many illegitimate children <laughs> of uh, the uh, leader of the Jin sect. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And okay. when Moshuan Yu was oh, about... Jin, I've, I've heard that name before. Yeah, we've heard that name. It's it's odd. Um, <laughs> uh, he doesn't have the Jin last name because he's got his mom's last no. name because he was never legitimized, whatever. Mm. Um, so uh, the Jin sect is really, really rich. And this particular sect leader, Jin, is a f- the worst character in this entire novel. He's <laughs> fucking awful. Reprehensible. 
he's the he's the Tywin. <laughs> he is he's the Tywin. He's just yeah. he's fucking awful. And but he's not even Tywin in that like when you watch Tywin, you kind of mm. you kind of like it. This guy, you fucking hate to see it. Every second that he's on the page, I want to fight him. He's Randall um, Tarly then. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's more like it. Um, so when Moshe on You was about 10, I think, he uh, he actually got taken into the gin sect. Um, and he was going to be, you know, provided with all of this, you know, cultivator training and everything. And it was going to be a big deal. But then there was a scandal. And... Uh, it outed him as a gay. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, and that along with some other things, like him being accused of doing some demonic cultivation. Mm. But mostly the gay. Yeah. Most, yeah, mostly the gay. Mm. Um, and there's more to it than just he's gay, but we'll get to that. Um, so he got kicked out and he got sent back to his, his mom's family. Uh, his mom died and now he's living in this crap shack on the property Mm -hmm. and being abused and that kind of did some very very bad things Mm -hmm. to his mental health as you can imagine so everybody says that he's crazy um everybody says most everybody is saying most on you is crazy um and as soon as weywishan finds this out uh he starts doing some shit but uh so his cousin comes in kicks the shit out of him and weywishan looks at all of this stuff and says wow your life sure did suck dude rip uh you don't really need to know what Moshuan Yu looks like because in every adaptation he just ends up looking like Wei Wuxian. Uh, okay. But, <laughs> but uh, uh. just know that until chapter, I think, 51, everybody thinks that Wei Wuxian is Moshuan Yu. I'm going to be refer- referring to him as Wei Wuxian, but okay. they think yeah. he's... Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, so the, the, the adaptions the- just don't care that like everyone should be like who's that right. guy that's 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 not the same guy <laughs> right like so the way the author has explained it is that like um the way the soul thing works is that over time Moshuan Yu's body starts to look more like Wei Wuxian's body mm-hmm. because it's like kind of Wei Wuxian's okay. soul taking over it um at first he doesn't look quite as similar mm-hmm. um He's like shorter. He's skinnier. Um, mm-hmm. He's he just looks. He I don't know. He he. But eventually he starts looking. But it's really it's gradual enough that people don't recognize. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Um, so then we get into the aggression arc, mm. where he goes full <laughs> <laughs> full troll mode. Uh, I have like a little tiny summary here, okay. and then I'll get into the details of each one. So. <clears throat> So he runs afoul of some little boys. Uh, he gets into some antics involving a zombie arm. He almost runs into the nerd he used to bully, except the nerd is, like, big and hot. Mm-hmm. And then Weibishan steals a donkey and fucks off. Okay. That, uh, that, that's the definition of, of aggressive, yeah. <laughs> you know. So so he realizes that everybody thinks Moshuan Yu is crazy, and he says, uh-huh. I'm gonna go nutty with it. So he oh, takes full might, advantage might of that. Well, yeah. Might as well, yeah. He says, might as well, might as well. So he 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 goes around and he just causes some trouble. He just makes makes a scene mm-hmm. everywhere. So he goes into like the main hall, and there are some boys from the lawn sect from Gusu, and they're here to so, do some Ghostbuster shit. So Gusu is is a place? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. All the sects are referred to as like place family name sect. Okay. 
So yeah, the 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 lawn sect from Guzu. They're uh-huh. so they're it's some some boys. They're like teenagers. Uh-huh. Um, they're here. They're gonna handle some like low level. Uh-huh. Uh, there's been like sightings of zombies or ghosts or something. Uh-huh. I can't remember. Um, but they're here to take uh-huh. care of that, and no, they anymore. just sent. Okay. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're they're here on a on a mission to level up. Um which is what they do. They send out the, you know, the teenagers uh to level up and, and practice and whatever on like lower level missions like this. So they're here and they're just talking to like the owners of the house or whatever to you know, figure out what's going on and what they need so, to do. Sorry, are there other zombies just running around sometimes or does it always have to be a necromancer who raises them? Or Um no, they just happen sometimes. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, you know, if, if somebody like, if somebody's murdered, um, mm-hmm. their, their zombie corpse, their angry zombie corpse will just come back and mm-hmm. run amok, uh, until, until they're, okay. uh, dealt with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they don't, they don't really come out during the daytime unless it's mm-hmm. like unusual circumstances, ah, but whatever. Classic zombie Classic zombie shit. Um, so some, 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 some lawn boys are here mm-hmm. and, uh, Wei Wishan runs in. They're having a lamp up. And... Yeah, he he runs in and makes a scene, and he accuses his cousin who had come in and kicked him of stealing something from him. <clears throat> and um, the cousin's like, "No, I didn't. You're making stuff up." And you know, of course, nobody believes uh, crazy crazy boy. So, um, but he he makes this big scene in front of the lawn boys, and everybody's mad about it. And he says something to the cousin along the lines of, "Like, I'll cut your hand off." Uh, you know, in ret- mm-hmm. in retribution for stealing my sh- stealing my shit. Okay. Um, keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he he just kind of gets dragged off. Whatever he wanders away, and um, later on he's just kind of surveying while all the 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 lawn boys are setting up and getting ready for mm-hmm. you know the zombies to come around. And Weiwushan's looking at all their stuff that they're using, and it's a lot of shit that they, that he invented. Mm-hmm. Uh, and okay. like techniques and yeah and and. and contraptions and whatnot mm-hmm. and he's looking at him and he's like okay i see how it is you're not good enough to 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 say anything good about me but uh you can use my mm-hmm. stuff all right okay cool okay I so gotcha. he was he was a very good uh song fighter he was very good so, at it okay. he was very very good at mm-hmm. it yeah um he he knew he knew a lot about just kind of dealing with zombies mm-hmm. in general um so then that night a bunch of zombie shit pops off i'm not gonna get into the specifics mm-hmm. because it doesn't really matter um but basically the entire rest of the Mo family dies. Oh. And um I mean, they all they Yeah, they were shitheads. Um and they all die specifically because there's a rude spooky arm. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's just a, like, there's like, like the Adams family. Just like the Adams family, there's a rude spooky arm. So there's this dismembered zombie arm and it keeps mm. um what it does is it'll like replace a person's arm with itself (laughs) um (laughs) and it's this big beefy huge like Mm -hmm. and um uh that's how they notice that it's you know this zombie arm because it obviously doesn't fit on some people Mm -hmm. um and uh like at first they they think that he that way with is behind it way with sean slash motion is behind it because uh he had said the thing about I'll cut mm. your hand off and like one of the first people to die is the cousin and he dies yeah. with his arm missing. So they they assume it's yeah. him. Yeah. But long story short, it's this rude spooky arm and it turns out that 
uh, the the rune spooky mm-hmm. arm is extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. It's really strong mm-hmm. and it's really mad. And the lawn boys end up being too baby to handle it. Um, they're like fifteen, and they're like, "All right, we need a we need a grown up." <laughs> so, <laughs> so they call for backup, and eventually. The only man in the universe shows up. Mm. Lan Wangji is here. Okay, I forgot the name too. I think. Yeah, Exa- yeah, you should have because he's good. Uh, this is him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he, we love him. Wangji. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> call him Wangji. He's very quiet. He's very wide. Uh, he's he's really good. Uh, we love him. And Wei Wishan mm. sees him and he's like, "Oh shit! I used to make fun of him all the time." Uh, they had a very, they had a very complicated relationship. Okay. It was, I mean, there was the, there was the aspect of him making fun of him all the time, but, okay. um, it got very entangled mm. and it was messy. Oh, that's, that's um, the, that's the nerdy, uh, he bullied. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, yeah. The big mm. hot nerdy bully. Mm. Uh, so Weibishan sees him when he shows up and he's like, Ooh, all right, I'm gonna get out. Uh, cause he doesn't want to deal with this right now. He's been alive again for like... 32 hours mm-hmm. and he's like uh, not right now so he steals a donkey and he leaves <laughs> and he has okay. the donkey for the entire rest of the novel this is the donkey his name is Lil apple oh. uh it has it has a very bad attitude it's very mm. it's 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 a funny comedy donkey <laughs> gotta, gotta, you can't just have a normal donkey you can't why would you have a normal yeah, donkey you, can, you gotta have you a funny comedy just, donkey. yeah mm-hmm can just so have, next have a was, horse if you don't want to have a funny right, donkey. Right, gotta have a funny donkey. Um, so then it's the arrogance arc. Uh, Wei Wushan runs into a rude little boy uh, in the woods who turns out to be his nephew. Um, and he finds out that his adoptive brother is even ruder now because he shows up. Um, Wei Wushan saves his nephew and the other little boys by using flute necromancy <laughs> to summon his best friend who's a zombie. <laughs> okay. Uh, specifically a zombie who was supposed to have been destroyed, like, mm. back in the day. Um, and then Wei Wishan gets taken back to his old high school by the hot nerd. Uh, so, Wei Wishan, after he leaves, he wanders around. Uh, he eavesdrops on some random cultivators who are, like, going on an adventure, and that gives him the, the mission tip for these chapters. Mm-hmm. Um, they complain about Zhangcheng, uh who is notoriously just everybody is afraid of him because he's really mean and he's Mm -hmm. just a huge asshole and he's never happy. Um, (laughs) He's also really powerful. So him being mean and powerful is just a bad combination. Mm. Um, Weibishan ends up in some woods and he runs into a little boy who is like 14 ish and he is from the gene sect. Mm. Now we keep seeing this name. Yeah. And this little boy from the gene sect recognizes uh, Mo Xuanyu. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is how we unlock more Mo Xuanyu backstory. This is where we find okay. out that his dad is the former Jinsec leader. Um, and uh, so the former Jinsec leader, um, he's dead at this point. The guy who fathered mm. Mo Xuanyu. Good. He is dead. Yeah, uh, yeah good. <laughs> he, uh, this former Jinsec leader is the rude little boy's grandpa. Mm-hmm. Um and we find out a little bit more. I've, I, this is we just unlocked backstory that I kind of already went over, um, but I went over it back there because it was easier. Um, but we find out that the rude little boy is his name is Jin Liang, and he is Zhang Cheng's 
biological nephew, which makes him Wei Wuxian's like adoptive nephew. Um, he right. is the son. Right. Yeah, he is the son of Zhang Sheng's sister. Um, and uh, she had been married to the basically Mo Xuanyu's half brother, who was the legitimate heir to the Jin mm-hmm. sect. <clears throat> so that's who this rude little boy is. He's he's just kind of. Hmm? Do they always like uh, marry people within the sect? Um, s- sometimes. Oh. I mean, it's it's it's. It's basically it's a lot of political marriages, mm. um, but so uh, uh, where was I? So so he's just kind of this bratty, rude, spoiled child. Mm. Um, he he has a lot of trauma, but we'll figure that out. Um, and then so so the <laughs> the order of events here is that Wei Wuxian is being he's being troll face, mm-hmm. and Jin Liang is being rude. And Wei Wuxian says something like, oh, didn't you have a mom to teach you manners? And mm. then Jin Liang, obviously he hasn't, because yeah. his mom has been dead since he was a little tiny baby. Aww. And so he runs out to attack Wei Wuxian. Wei Wuxian kind of sidesteps him and then incapacitates him. And then mm. Jin Liang starts being like, wait till my uncle hears about this. Mm. And then Wei Wuxian is like, well, who's your uncle? Why not your dad? And then Zhang Cheng steps out and says, I'm his fucking uncle. What are you going to do about it, bitch? And, and he, he is so mad. Uh, he has a vendetta. He has put out a fatwa against mm. all demonic cultivators and anybody like basically even thinking about doing demonic cultivation because at this point in his eyes Wei Wuxian is responsible for everybody in his family save for this rude little boy being dead. This rude mm-hmm. little boy is Zhang Cheng's only relative who's alive. Okay. So he sees his his rude little nephew um being incapacitated by uh who he thinks is Mo Xuanyu mm-hmm. and he is very mad because like a mentioned briefly one of the things that got Moshe you kicked out of the gene sect is that it was alleged that he was doing demonic shit mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so knowing that Zhang Cheng okay. is like oh now's my chance I get to kill this boy um so you know yeah. he's so he's trying to kill him for being mean to his rude nephew um and then Luan Wangji shows up <laughs> he's back he's uh, always he's showing got- up yeah he can't, that's his favorite thing to do. That's, <laughs> that's actually, that's yeah, constantly again. people, yeah, people are saying about him that he is, he, he appears where the trouble is. Um, mm. And that's, uh, it's also the reason why he has the title that he has. So his title, his badass, uh, his clout name is mm. Han Guangjun, which means the light bringing lord. Mm. Um, so he shows up where the bad things are happening and uh, he is, you know, Strong enough and a good boy enough that he is able to take care of things pretty often. Mm. Um, so so he shows up with his own little boys, and these are their names. And I, mm. I have I have all the boys on the next slide. Um, <laughs> uh, Jin Liang has all this like really expensive equipment that he's using, and Lan Wangji destroys all of it, and that makes Zhang Cheng mm. mad. And then they almost fight, but they don't. And then Zhang Cheng and John Li- Jin Liang leave because they're just like fuck this. I don't want to deal with Lan Wangji right now. Whatever. Mm. Um, yeah, Wei Wuxian feels bad because, uh, these guys all leave too, and he feels bad because he realizes who, he kind of finally, it like, sinks in who Jin Liang is, and, 
um, who his parents were. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, ooh, I did kind of cause them to die. Fuck. Uh, ooh, I was really mean to him. I shouldn't have said yeah. that mother, that thing about his mom. Ooh, ow. Um, <laughs> and then he's wandering around and he runs into a ghost, which is a bad sign. Um, and I'll pick up with All that right. in a second. I couldn't fit the little boys on the last slide, so here's them. This is Sishui. Mm-hmm. This is Jingyi. And this is Jin Leung. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Sishui is a good and responsible boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jingyi D- is... Distinguished a- by his normal things, yeah. <laughs> really yeah, helps. Yeah. <laughs> really helps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jingyi is the human equivalent of going watch this and then trying to do a sick ollie and wiping out. <laughs> um, he's got anime yeah. bangs. And then Jin Leung has a little dog uh, mm-hmm. named Fairy. Uh, you won't meet Fairy for a little bit, but Fairy is good. This is what you should be picturing him as. He is he he's, is this he's baby. He's very spirit. baby. Okay. <laughs> he is extremely baby. He's the littlest boy. Um uh so uh. so Weiwishan has run into a ghost and that alerts him to to danger. Um blah blah blah. He uh-huh. runs into all of the little boys have like uh run into each other mm-hmm. in this cave where there's this big statue that's doing ghost antics and the statue is basically like um People have been praying to it, and uh, the power of them praying to it has, like, given it powers, and it yeah. has become animate, um, and uh, it's it's in the shape of a big lady. Um, mm-hmm. So, Steven Universe giant woman attacks the boys, and Weiwushan comes in right in time to, like, save them by doing some, some necromancy. He, mm-hmm. he grabs some bamboo, he carves a <laughs> shitty little flute out of it, and he uses his flute to do necromancy. Um, uh huh. It, it, okay. Like it's like yeah, it's like being a bard. How your spell casting thing is like mm-hmm. you know a guitar or a lute or whatever. His is a flute. Um, and he does this, and his zombie friend shows up, and his zombie friend's oh. name is Wenning. Um, just he, he is just also shows up by accident because his his fluting. Um... Exactly. His yeah. Comes, oh, I, I know this. Uh, yeah, he just he just appears. Okay. He appears and he beats the shit out of this gigantic statue. Mm-hmm. Um. So he's a zombie, yeah. right? And he is just completely berserker mode right now. But the thing is, he sh- he was supposed to have been destroyed thirteen years ago. Mm-hmm. Um. We'll get into why later on. Destroyed. Um. By whom? Uh. Destroyed. Destroyed by the gene sect. Okay. Um, we'll get into all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's supposed to not be around. Um, so Weiwishan is like, what the fuck is he doing here? Uh, but he, he, Wending owns the, owns the statue, but he keeps kind of going nutty with it. And Weiwishan eventually manages to stop him by doing flute necromancy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way he does this in specific is he plays a certain song. And Lan Wangji, like, grabs his wrist, and he's looking at him really hard, because he recognizes this song. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know how, but it's, like, very okay. obvious that he recognizes this song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Wending leaves. <laughs> he, just, okay. he just fucks off. He's just gone. Um, he just runs off into the woods, and we don't hear from him again for a while. Um, he, he is also known as the Ghost General. We'll get into that all right. uh, later on. But John Cheng has uh, witnessed all of this because his... Sauce. his huh. uh, Yeah, he's <laughs> purple kind of sus. Uh, he comes in and he's looking at this and he's like, all right, okay, I see you doing necromancy. Mm. You just summoned the 
The ghost general. Right, you just summon the ghost general. I think something's fishy. So, John Cheng has... His favorite weapon is the coolest weapon in the entire thing. Mm -hmm. He has a He has a whip... And oh, it it's made out of it's yeah it's made out of electricity, hmm. and it and it's purple. Um, and one of the things that it can do is that if you whip somebody with it in like um, with like a specific inten intention behind it, mm -hmm. it can um, detect that uh, a person has been possessed uh, right. by like some kind of evil spirit. So he thinks mm -hmm. that's what that's what's going on. So he he. He whips Moshe on you, who he thinks is Moshe on you, mm -hmm. and nothing happens. Um, mm, but yeah, nothing happens. Yeah, so weird. Yeah, so something everybody's like, happen. yeah, so everybody's like, all right, and John Chung is like, all right, all right, I got my eye on you. I'm letting you off mm. for now, but I got my eye on you. <laughs> don't do it uh, again. Don't do it. I'm watching you. Uh, <laughs> better not let me find out. Um, and the reason the reason it doesn't do anything is that um, uh, the ritual that Moshuan Yu had performed had um, uh, willingly called Wei Wushan's soul into uh, his body. So technically, it's not possession then. Okay. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It basically Moshuan Yu basically gave Wei Wushan the yeah. title to his body, <laughs> <laughs> so he's legally the owner of it now. <laughs> um, so Zhang Cheng takes his rude little nephew and leaves. We get a little bit more backstory, um, just kind of more of the same stuff. Wei Wishan becomes benevolent troll face um, <laughs> right before <laughs> right before Zhang Cheng leaves, because um, Zhang Cheng is like, "Well, what are you gonna? What are you gonna?" Because um, because Lan Wangji is like, "All right, Zhang Cheng, don't worry about this. I got this." And Zhang Cheng's mm -hmm. like, "How, motherfucker?" And Wei Wishan is like right up next to Lan Wangji, and he's still like being a troll and playing playing that he's nutty with it, mm -hmm. being Moshuan Yu, and he's he's taking advantage of Moshuan Yu being diagnosed homosexual. Oh, okay. And so he's like, you don't have to worry about me, Zhang Sheng. You're not my type, Han Guangjun oh, oh. is. And he thinks that's gonna make Lan Wangji, like, get grossed out and leave. Uh, little does uh, he know. Little I does guess. he know. Because <laughs> immediately Lan Wangji <laughs> says, bet. And he says, I'm taking this man home with me. Oh. Uh, and uh, Wei Wishan says, uh? uh here's Wen Ying, by the way, as the ghost general. Mm -hmm. He's a very nice boy, um, even though he looks like a Nathan Explosion murder zombie right now. Okay. Um, he, We love him. Um, so Lan Wangji is taking Wei Wishan back to his house, which is the Ooh. cloud recesses, which we know from the podcast mm. title. Okay. Yeah. So next is the refinement arc. Um, <laughs> why do you hurt the devil? <laughs> highfalutant yeah. um <laughs> so the refinement arc um we get a little bit before we go into this flashback but most of this arc is Wei Wishan's big epic flashback to when he was 15 and going to magic mm -hmm. school where he trolled Lan Wangji into falling in love with him on accident uh, and then got expelled for punching a guy who okay. was talking shit about his adoptive sister Does um, okay yeah also we get to meet New Hui Song who's the best character in the novel mm -hmm. um so refinement arc starts uh, with them like getting to the cloud recesses. Wei Wishan hates this because the cloud recesses is and the just the lawn sect in general is known for 
having a ton of rules. It's got mm-hmm. last last time Wei Wishan checked, it had three thousand rules, and they're all carved Oof. on this big stone wall. Um, it's now four thousand rules. Uh, there are a lot of them that deal directly with him <laughs> and like <laughs> mention him by name <laughs> because he's such a nuisance. Oh. Um, then it's like like in in the NFL, there are a lot of rules that are named after players. And here's like five. Here's like a few hundred of them. Okay. Yep. 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 Exactly. Uh, he, he found all the all the <laughs> all the holes in the rule book and exploited them. Exactly. They were all right, US. So we gotta put another yep, one in. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They had to close so many loopholes because no, I... you can't put glue on your hands to catch the ball. But so. <laughs> God, <laughs> literally. And he he hates rules famously because he's troll faced so he doesn't want to mm. be here he wants to go out and just kind of fuck around and do whatever he doesn't mm. know you know he's he's alive he doesn't know what he wants to do with being alive but he doesn't want to be here mm. so so he hates it is there um, sorry is there, mean, is there a reason why it's called the cloud recesses is this like a special um, place or is it like high up on a mountain or something like that it is high up on a mountain mm-hmm. okay um it's very, it's very misty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to get to. Okay. Uh, it's specifically, it's named after like a poem, but it doesn't translate well. So okay. it's the cloud recess. This is the best way we can translate it. <laughs> um, Lan Wangji takes him back up there. We meet Lan Wangji's brother, who is the sect leader. And his name is Lan Chen. Um, Wei Wishan tries to escape and he tries to escape a few times. Um, First time he tries, he finds, like, a bunch of hidden objects that, like, have to do with him. He finds, like, um, uh, like, some jars of his favorite booze hidden under wonky <laughs> floorboards. And he's like, why's he got this? And then he, like, uh, they have this, uh, they have, like, a hot, uh, a cold spring. So it's, like, a hot spring, but it's cold. <laughs> so, it's, so it's spring, yeah. Yeah, they have a spring. Yeah. Uh, and he runs into he runs into this um this guy in there who's got all these scars on his mm-hmm. back and he's vibing in the pool, but it turns out to be Lan Wangji, and Wei Wishan is like, How do you get all those scars? Um I wonder to let yeah. me show how yeah, wonder yeah. do you wanna know yeah. how I got okay. these scars? Yeah. Um so he keeps for a while he just keeps trying to like troll his way out of the cloud races, mm-hmm. but like Lan Wangji has got his number at this point. <laughs> so he just keeps being like Fucking bet, dude. And he like he casts like a paralyzing spell on him to keep him in bed. Um and shit like right, that. Here's okay. Lan Shu Chen, by the way. Yeah. This is Lan Shu Chen. He's a himbo. Mm. Um <laughs> He's nice. Uh whatever. And then it's flashback time. So we go into the flashback. It's about twenty years ago, everyone's like fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh it's magic school. Uh everybody. Uh, the, the lawn sect has invited, um, all of the, you know, hopeful young cultivators from the prestigious sects to come study, um, and they're there to do that, because mm-hmm. they're, uh, the, like, uh, so Lan Wangji's uncle is, like, this really well-renowned teacher, and he's mm-hmm. also, like, very strict, but he has this, like, good reputation for, like, um, in, doing a really good job of improving people's cultivation and just being a okay. good teacher. So like, the the, um, the sects are exchanging students and teachers. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Um, <clears throat> Ni Hui Song is there, mm-hmm. <laughs> studying the alongside too, yeah. them. Yep. Yeah. We love Hui Song. Hui Song is yep. so fucking good. Hui Song's deal <laughs> is being 
garbage at cultivation, mm-hmm. um, being really, oh, really he's weak. The, he's the fail son. Exactly! Like Hoi Sun is okay. the fail son. And having, and just like not caring, mm-hmm. just being like, wow, I'm bad at this. Oh well. Because yeah. um, Hoi Sun no, just wants to I do art. Do it, you know? Yeah, nothing I can do about it. I'll focus on doing art and, uh, ah. you know, fishing and taking mm. naps and being cute. <laughs> <laughs> And which is a problem because the Nye sect, which Huai mm-hmm. is from, is like um the Dothraki. <laughs> okay, super of, super martial and super ex- You gotta yeah. be the alpha male and shit like that. Exactly. Yeah. So they specifically so like each each sect has like something that it's really mm. well known for, and the Nye sect is uh well known for cultivating with sabers. Mm. Um just big, big, huge, slicey swords, mm-hmm. and um, uh, you know they they have to be that you got to be powerful to use them. Uh, it takes a lot of strength. It takes a lot of energy to learn how to cultivate with them. And Huaisang is just like, mm. I don't want to. Uh. <laughs> I don't like doing it. Whatever. I'm not good at it. I'm really weak. It's fine. <laughs> um, Huaisang's older brother is the sect leader. Uh, um, okay. yeah, and and uh, we'll we will get to him. Trust me. Um. But whatever. So we meet Huaisong, and Huaisong is friends with Wei Wuxian mm. and Zhang Cheng, because <laughs> Zhang Cheng is there too. <clears throat> Wei Wuxian makes trouble and is annoying. Mm. Um, several chapters of this arc are just him being annoying and making trouble. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he he helps Huaisong cheat on a test, and that gives him detention. Uh. And Lan Wangji has to supervise the detention. And Lan Wangji mm. is like the star student. Um, not just because he's the teacher's nephew, mm. but also because he's he's legitimately okay, very so, so these three are kind of like the, the troublesome students who are like yeah. getting up to all kinds of hijinks together. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. It's like Wei Wuxian and then like a really, really huge uh, decline in order. It's yeah. Then it's Huaisong. Zhang Cheng just gets dragged into the antics mm-hmm. um, because like he hasn't suffered yet, but he's already like... Um, mm. Uh, he's just, he's just angry. He's just kind of, you know, he's just like that. Uh, he has a bad temper. Uh, he's, he's the, whatever. He, he's the skeptic. Mm-hmm. Um, but Lan Wangji has to supervise Wei Wuxian doing detention. Um, uh, there, so Lan Qiren, who's the, the teacher and Lan Wangji's uncle, uh, like, writes a letter home to Zhang Fengmian, who is Zhang Cheng's dad, Wei Wuxian's uh, adopted dad. dad. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He writes a uh, and writes him a letter and is like, "Why is he like this? I can't control him. <laughs> He's fucking awful. This boy sucks, and I can't stand him." And Zhang Fangmian just says, uh, "Yeah, he just be like that. <laughs> He's always been like this. It's Gotta fine." With it. yeah. Yep. This is Hui Song. Oh, okay. We love a Hui Song. This is Zhang Fangmian. Mm. We don't like him as much. He's a fail dad. Um. The, there's a couple of chapters about, uh, so they get some time off, uh, they get a day off, uh, to go into the little town outside of the cloud recesses, and they mm-hmm. do some daytime aquatic Ghostbuster shit, whatever. Um, there's a guy who's also in their class, and his name is Susha. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm bringing him up now just so you can, like, keep him in mind. Okay. Just put a pin on him. Mm-hmm. Um, he caused, he, like, <sighs> he, he ends up needing to be rescued, Mm-hmm. During this daytime aquatic Ghostbuster shit, and uh, it kind of puts everybody else in danger. Because um, he tries to do some epic shit and fails at it, um, and then he needs to get his ass saved. But, so they do this daytime shit 
daytime aquatic Ghostbuster shit, and uh-huh. they find out that the Wen sect is responsible for it. They had basically pushed pushed some stuff into the Lon sect's territory. Okay. And um, they start talking about how the Wen sect has been doing shit like this for a while. And um, mm-hmm. so they're kind of starting to do some fascist kind of stuff. They're doing some shady things that nobody is liking. But nobody can really do anything about it because the thing with the Wen sect is that they are the biggest and most powerful of them. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, by numbers, uh, and then also by like stuff by like area. Okay. Um, they're just very, they're just kind of too big for anybody to take on at this point. So they can just kind of get away with doing shit like this. Okay, so they are, they are pushing to be like the one sect, I guess. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, and then... Vanui, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Vanui, uh, Wei Vishan, um, he, at one point, he just catches some, some Banuis, uh, running around in the, uh, in the cloud recesses, and he, he gives them to Lan Wangji, uh, as a present, and Lan Wangji says, I do not want Banui, and then Wei Wishan says, well, then I'll eat them, and then Lan Wangji <laughs> says, I will ha- I will okay. take Banui, um, mm. And later on, we find out that the Cloud Recesses now is just, like, teeming, <laughs> swarming with Banuis, and Lan Wangji uh, is the master of all of them. They Benui, love him. Banuis be fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Banuis be fucking. Lan Wangji is Banui master. Every, he, he is the Banui, the Banui man. Um, but then uh, the last thing that happens in this arc is that Wei Wushan gets into a fight with Jin Zishuan, mm-hmm. who is the legitimate heir to the Jin sect. Um, okay. He's also arranged to get married to, to get married to Jiang Yanli, who is Jiang Cheng's sister, Wei Wuxian's mm-hmm. adoptive sister. So they're in an arranged marriage, and Jin Zishuan doesn't like it um, because he thinks he's too good for her. Uh, and he starts kind of talking some crap about her one day when they're talking mm-hmm. about girls. Uh, and uh, Wei Wuxian doesn't like this, yeah. and he punches him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's, Which he's, fight he's a feminist, yeah. Exactly, yeah, he's a, he's, he's a feminist ally. And uh, fighting, as we know, is forbidden in the cloud recesses along mm. with everything else. And um, this is the last straw, and he gets expelled from magic school. He has to he has to go back to the, the Jung's house. Dad comes and picks him up. Is, is talking, uh, talking shit about your fiancé not forbidden? You should have a rule <laughs> about that. He, he gets in trouble, but he doesn't get uh, expelled. Uh. Um... Because he wasn't the one who threw any punches. Um, but yeah, he. But the other thing that happens is that when uh, Zhang Fengbian comes to pick him up, and then uh, comes to pick Wei Wuxian up, and then takes him back home, um, he talks to his wife, and uh, he decides that he's gonna he's gonna call off the arranged marriage um, because it was basically his wife's idea. Because his wife is best friends with um, Jin Zichuan's mom. And they had made this ag- agreement. And he's like, this isn't going to work. Let's not force them into an arranged marriage. We had one and that's not working out. So let's mm. not force them into it. Um, so what happens to Jin Zichuan is like, he gets a stern talking to. <laughs> and then he gets this arranged marriage called off. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Wei Wuxian gets He gets what expelled. he wants, right? Yeah. He, yeah, we love it. Uh, so here's, here's just some people. This is Susha. He fucking sucks. Just remember that he exists. Uh, this is Jin Zichuan. He sucks right now. This is him right before he gets punched. Um, <laughs> he gets a lot better. Okay. Um, he becomes extremely fucking good, actually. 
Um, right now, he's not great. This is Zhang Yang. <laughs> Uh, she doesn't show up in this chapter, but she's really good, so I just wanted to show her okay. off. Yeah. Um, the first female so character. First female <laughs> character? <laughs> There's not a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the contentment arc. <laughs> We're back in the present. Mm-hmm. Wei Shan and Lan Wangji follow the zombie arm that they got in the first few chapters. Okay. To a haunted Quonset hut where they have to rescue Jin Liang. Mm-hmm. So how does this happen? Let's find out. Uh, so there was the zombie arm. <laughs> okay. And um, what happened was that uh, Wan Wangji, like, they weren't able to, like, completely, uh, like, defeat it, mm. but they were able to calm it down enough that Wan Wangji, like, bagged it, and he brought it home, and they were going to work on, like, you know, figuring out what its deal is and then okay. basically exercising it. Um once they were back in the cloud race, okay, so it, like more adults it's to deal with it. It's just the arm. It, it, it doesn't it's have to arm, yeah. attach itself to someone to, like, right. It's just the arm. Okay. Right. So, so Lan Wangji and like a few of the other uh, Lan adults are dealing with this arm, and it's just going crazy. Um, Wei Wishan comes in because he he's just wandering around, <laughs> and he he comes in, and he he and Lan Wangji do a duet. Uh, he's got his flute, and then Wangi has a guchin, which is like a big, um, it's it's kind of like a koto harp. Um, okay. It's a yeah, it's a big stringed instrument. It's very mm. big and it's very heavy, and he carries it around with him everywhere. Um, which very, is kind of very why he's practical. So wide. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but they they do a cool duet, and that manages to to calm the arm down enough mm. that it just like. It stops flailing all over the place, and then it just starts, like, pointing in a direction. And um, what that means is that that's the direction that the arm wants to go, for whatever reason. And the likely reason, due to cultivation reasons and Taoism reasons and stuff like that, is that um, it's pointing towards another one of its body parts. Oh, Um, okay. So they're like, okay, so so they need to find the rest of this body... (laughs) So that they can put it together and find out who it is and why it's so angry and so powerful um, so that they can figure out uh, how they can help it move on I and mean, stop being a menace to the public. I guess it sounds like a bad idea to like, you're already having trouble controlling the arm alone. Do you really <laughs> want to put together the whole song? No risk, no reward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you either put it all together and end it in one go yeah. Or you potentially have like six pieces of zombie mm. all over the place sure. making trouble. Mm. So, um, you know, uh, whatever. So, so it's pointing them in like vaguely north. Um, and so that takes them to Qingha, which is where the Nia sect is from. Um, mm-hmm. so they go there. <clears throat> They're in some random podunk town and they run into Jin Liang and he has his dog. Um, we get some Wei Wushan backstory. Uh, nice. He's he's terrified of dogs. He uh, okay. he completely shuts down when there's dogs, <laughs> um, and that's because when he so for a little while between uh, after his parents died and before he got picked up uh, and brought into the Jiang sect, he lived mm. on the streets, mm. um, and he had to fight dogs for food. Okay, uh, and yeah, usually usually the dogs would win. That will do yeah. it to you. Yeah. Yeah, so he's he's got trauma fear of mm. dogs. And Fairy is just this like very happy um nice little husky dog. Mm-hmm. Um 
and uh uh, ch- uh but uh Weiwishan is terrified but it's okay because every time fairy scares Weiwishan Wangi step in and <laughs> becomes a wall um and saves him but whatever Jin Liang is there and he's rude uh and then he leaves um they walk around and they get some intel about um how in the vicinity of this area, there's a place called Xinglu Ridge, which everybody is also referring to as the Man-Eating Ridge. Mm, we'll go there. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> because people... <laughs> if if no man goes there, can't eat anyone. Exactly. But people be going there, mm. and people be getting, you know, they just don't come yeah. back. Um, so yeah. Weiwishan says, well... Surely the Man-Eating we Ridge have... won't eat me. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Why would it do that? The Hungry Ridge. Um, he's like, all right, well, we got to find out what's going on because it has it, the the arm is still pointing towards directly that. So they're like, all right, well, we got to figure out what's going on here because this has something to do with our arm, probably. Um, they also find out that people are saying that uh, Huaisong sucks as a sect leader and hates doing it because Huaisong is the sect leader now. Um, his brother is dead. Um, his brother was a very, very good sect leader. Everybody loved him. Yeah. Um, but he, he died about 10 and years now, ago, and Huaisong's been... Now the soft boy is in charge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Huaisong <laughs> hates doing it, is very bad at it. Everybody calls him the head shaker, because oh. if you ask him a question, he just shakes his head and mm. says, I don't know. Yeah. It just defers, <laughs> yeah, will not answer questions. He doesn't know anything. Yeah. I'm bad at this. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling everyone. Yeah. I, uh, I'm uh-huh. too baby for this. Maybe. I don't like it. Maybe hereditary <laughs> structures are not very good. No. Maybe hereditary structures aren't very good. Mm. Um, so they go up to the ridge, and spooky shit is happening, and they find these like weird stone castles, and in the Donghua they make them look like dome houses. They look like halved Quonset huts. Um, and they manage to go inside of one. They actually come across fairy uh, barking outside of one, um, and they're like, mm-hmm. uh-oh, that well, can't be good because we can't find our little, our rude little boy anywhere. Oh no! Um, so they go into the one mm. that fairy is barking outside of. Fairy can't go into it um, because it's not letting animals go in. <clears throat> but they manage to get inside, um, and they get in. And one thing they find is a big coffin uh, in the middle of one of these. And when they open it up, it doesn't have a body inside it. It just has this big, huge saber. Hmm. Um, yeah. Ah, big uh, saber. Yeah, and, um, uh, Wongi does some, like, uh, talking to the ghosts shit with his Guchin. Um, he, he plays 20 questions with the ghosts <laughs> in this room to figure out, um, because they can, like, detect a presence in here, but they mm-hmm. aren't sure what's going on. So he's talking to this, this spirit, whatever the spirit yeah. is, um, and they figure out, uh, like... Uh, that uh, whoever is in here is 15. Um, they're from Lonling, and they're trapped in the wall. So they mm. go into the wall, and they pull out their little boy. He has been... Uh, he is in the wall, um, and all around him, the wall is insulated with corpses. There's just a bunch of dead bodies inside of the walls. Uh, and he was going to become one of those corpses if they hadn't gotten him out uh, mm. any, any, any later. <clears throat> so they pull him out, and then we go into the Malice arc. Um, I don't... I guess I don't have a funny page. No, yes, I do. Okay. So, uh, Malice arc. So, Wei Wuxiang and Long Wangji find out that Ni Hui Sung owns the haunted Quonset huts. Yeah, and then yeah. they find the legs that go with the zombie arm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 
Both of them. Great. Yeah. Shock Pika. Mm. Um, yeah. So, Malice Arc. Uh, dog have clue. Um, <laughs> they come out, they come out of the, the, the castle and they have, um, they have Jin Leong with them and, um, uh, they bring him down, like, into the city. Yeah. Um, no. Wanji goes to, like, investigate, um, while Wei Wishan takes Jin Leong into town so he can, you know, get better because he's, like, passed out from being shoved into a corpse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, Fairy has a clue, which is a, um, scrap of fabric, uh, and that's suspicious because it's, like, not any of their clothes, so they're like, I wonder who this belongs to. Um, Wei Wishan finds a curse mark on Jin Leong, which is, like, this big, it looks like a big, huge, nasty, like, pitch black bruise on his ankle. Um, and this curse mark has been put there by, like, the spirits inside of the castle to track him, uh, and make him a target because he, he was being rude inside the castle, which was offensive to Uh the spirits that inhabit it. Um, so they put this mark on him so that they could find him and get revenge for (laughs) being rude to the ghosts. (laughs) Um, and, uh... Yeah, it shouldn't have been rude, you know? Hey, it shouldn't have been rude! Um, so it's ankle monitor disease, but Mm. Wei Wishan, uh, still feeling bad because this is essentially his nephew. Um, Mm. he absorbs the curse mark ankle monitor disease into his own body. Um, so he makes himself the target instead of Jin Leong. And then our rude little boy wakes up, he gets mad, he bees rude, and he runs away. (sighs) Um, (laughs) as he does. Wei Wishan goes to find him, but he runs into Zhang Cheng, who's mad. (laughs) Uh, Every sentence of Chang yeah. Chang doing anything can start with he's mad. Um, he he <laughs> yanks Wei Wushan into a into a room and interrogates him because he's still supposedly he's Mo Xuan Yu. Yeah. Chang Chang is still like you kind of sus. Um, he he's he knows that he's scared of dogs, so he's like threatening him that he's gonna like sick dogs on him or whatever if he doesn't answer mm-hmm. him. And Wei Wushan is kind of like I mean you you. You know who I am, but you don't have any proof. What are you going to do? Um, but he still f- he still feels bad because he knows, like, he knows where John Chung is coming from. And also he f- he feels some guilt about it. But then um, Jin Leong comes in. Mm-hmm. He just bursts in and he's like, Uncle, I saw the ghost general. You got to go get him. And John mm-hmm. Chung is like, fuck that zombie. I'm going to go get him. So he mm-hmm. runs off. And Jin Leong, uh, actually, the zombie ruse was a distraction. (laughs) (laughs) Jin Leong is coming in, uh, to save, uh, who he thinks is, who he still thinks is Moshe on you, uh, to save him from his mean uncle, um, be for, you know, saving him from the corpse wall and the paint. Yeah. 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 Um, Wei Wishan says to Jin Leong that there are two things that you're going to have to say in your life and they're cringe. But you gotta say them, and those two things are I'm sorry and thanks. Mm. Um, and then he knocks him out, and this is where he takes his ankle monitor disease. Um, Why does he have to then, knock him out? Uh, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because oh, it's because he wouldn't he wouldn't have let him do it. Okay. Um, yeah, he would have just been like he would have put up a fight and been rude and bratty. Um, so this was just the easiest way to do it. Um, okay. And like he already is like you know doesn't like him and is only like being nice to him mm. out of obligation in this way. Mm. Um so like Wei Wishan is like and he, Wei Wishan knows that, so he's like, 
whatever. If he gets mad at me for this, it's not going to do it. It's not going to affect anything. I guess it <laughs> he can, could he also can be, yeah. be kind of sus to like, oh, I, I know how to like steal a curse. Uh-huh. Yeah, that too. Yeah. That too. Many, many reasons. Mm. Um, so then Wonky come back. Um, I think <laughs> at this point they're back in their own like hotel room. Yeah. Uh, and he sees that Wei Wushan has ankle monitor disease. Um, and he refers to him as Wei Ying. Uh, uh, which up until now, so Wei Ying yeah. is Wei Wushan's given name. Yeah. Uh, that's his baby name. Um, and up until this point, as far as oh. Wei Wushan knows, Lan Wangji still thinks that he's Mo Xuan Yu. Yeah, exactly. Right, but he calls him Wei Ying, and so oh. Wei Wushan is like, ah, you know it's me. How long have you known? And Wangi's like, I'm not telling you. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Sort your own shit out. Um, and then uh, a little bit later on, uh, so, they have sorry, a special is there, guest is at there, the Like a reason he doesn't call him like by his by his uh, yes. public name here. Or, yeah. Like... Um, so it's so back when they were in school, yeah. And Wei Wishan was doing his 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 funny bully trolling. Mm-hmm. Um, he would call Wangi by his given name. Ah, okay. So uh, and he was uh... he was doing. He was doing that to be rude. It's a, yeah, I, um, I don't respect you. Okay, calling you right, by your baby right. name. I'm, okay. Right. I'm being I'm being playfully disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Um Lan Wangji is like kind of uh has a little bit more reason to be able to call Wei Wushan uh by his given name because he's a little bit older, just mm-hmm. by like some months. But um but he just kind of in return started calling him by his given yeah. name, but then like it kind of evolved kind of morphed from um being uh the joke of Wei Wushan rude mm. into being like uh them having a very close if weird relationship. Okay. So mm. they could they could call each other by their, their mm-hmm. given names. Um it was kind of weird. Uh but everything about their relationship <laughs> up until that point had been weird. So <laughs> so go figure. Okay. But he was one of the only people who ever called him Wei Ying. Uh-huh. Um so when he calls him that, it's like a big deal um, in this moment. All right. Um, okay. Yeah. So 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 at this point, so he knows he's Wei Wishan. And Wei Wishan knows that he knows he's Wei Wishan. And then they have a special guest mm. at the inn. Who could it be? Guess who? It's Hui Song, all grown up and oh. gorgeous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the piece of torn cloth that the dog had was from Hui Song's robes. Mm. Okay. And so they start questioning Hui Song. Um, uh, so he like, was at the you... at the ghost hut for some reason, right? Mm. Yep. So they're like, "Why were you at the ghost hut? Mm. What's going on?" Um, and Hui Song says, "Look, okay, here's the deal. Those are my family's uh, ancestral burial grounds. I mean, figures because of the. Yep. Like, <laughs> and yeah, sword. immediately yeah. right after, mm. uh huh, right after Hui Song says that, they're like, "Oh, okay." Um, and Hui Song is like, look, sorry my mansion sucks. Sorry our graveyard sucks. Um, but, like, uh, you know, so so here's the deal with our sabers. Um, the thing about sabers is that swinging them around and slicing people and zombies and things mm-hmm. uh, ends up with a lot of bloodshed. Yeah. Um, and... A lot, that much bloodshed leads to a lot of um, 
buildup of resentful energy, mm-hmm. which is what you know. It's it's zombie energy. Lots, lots of anger kills. Lots of yeah. yeah, lots of anger, um, and that affects all of the cultivators from his family who use these sabers, um, in a really bad way. Mm. Uh, it uh, most of the time they will die pretty young. Um, and they'll die from something called chi deviation, um, mm-hmm. which is which is where you get so mad that you die from it. <laughs> you die mad about you, it. <laughs> you die red and mad and nude. Yeah. Exactly, you die red, mad, and nude. Um, and but it's like you're so mad and mm. red and nude when you die that like it doesn't really wear off even after you die. And a lot of it, like, gets absorbed into your saber in the process. Because, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. everybody's weapon is, like, tied spiritually to them. Okay. Um, uh, which is why, like, naming them is a big deal and everything. And, like, you can, mm-hmm. like, identify somebody's weapon by certain properties, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so what they have to do is, like, they have to go through a lot of really specific and intense things to, like... Um, safely bury their dead um while also being respectful of them um and also bury the sabers so that neither the bodies nor the sabers come out and become mean powerful zombies that like nobody can handle because they have the potential to do that they're extremely powerful and extremely mad um so that's why they have these like castles Mm -hmm. uh uh, they have those to, you know, sequester them. It's for everybody's safety. And Huaisong had actually come up, or not come up with, but um, he had heard rumors uh, from, you know, the townsfolk talking about like, oh, you don't want to go up into those mountains. I heard somebody died there one time. And Huaisong heard that and started just kind of fanning the flames of the rumors um, <laughs> for people's safety so that they would mm. be too scared to go up there and like, you know, get killed by something. Yeah. Because that still happens every so often. Um, uh, and there have been a couple of times where, um, like, the bodies that are buried up there have just been, like, brought out and disturbed. Um, it happened one time about ten years ago, and then it happened another time pretty recently. And Huaisang doesn't know why, um, mm-hmm. but it's gotta stop, uh, and it's shady, Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, all of this, all of these things together, combined with Huaisong being a very weak cultivator, um, uh, who doesn't use the saber, because if you start using the saber, like, you kind of can't stop and you just end up yeah. getting saber disease and dying mad, mm-hmm. um, and Huaisong doesn't want to do that. Um, so Huaisong is, like, in a position where he just has to be a shitty idiot who isn't good at anything for the rest of his life. <laughs> Like, he can't just give up the saber thing because that's the family's thing, yeah. and it'd be really yeah. disrespectful to do that. He has, he has to study the place, yeah, even if he doesn't want to. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, he's stuck with all this. Damn. And it sucks, and, like, um, you know, people just have to, you know, like, there's nothing you can do about it, and yeah. people are just gonna say that he's this, you know, shitty idiot yeah. who isn't good at anything. And he's just got to deal with it. And Wei Wishon was like, wow, that sucks, dude. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. 
And then the arm starts flipping its shit. Uh, and we were showing him on Wong go, oh, fuck, we got to give, forget, we forgot to give the arm its chill pills. So uh, every, like, basically every day they have to do a duet in order to keep the arm calm. Because it's a certain magic song, whatever. Yeah, so they have to, they have to, they have to play lo-fi beats to chill to. And so they do that, whatever. And then the next day um they meet up with Huaisong yeah. at the castle again to do some detective work okay and uh they go through a bunch of corpses that have been released um and they find one that has been frankensteined uh its legs have been removed we don't know where the oh. original legs are and then a different pair of legs have been <laughs> sewn onto it and okay. the legs that have yeah the legs that have been sewn onto this corpse uh belong to the, the same body mm. as the arm. Yeah. <clears throat> the arm's legs. <laughs> so so they pocket these. One thing I want to note, because uh, you might be... Uh, this might not have occurred to you. It might have. I don't know. Um, people are pocketing things, and there are a lot of big things, like a human arm or a pair of legs. Yeah, a big, and, um, a big instrument <laughs> that they just carry around. Yeah. yeah. Um, so a lot of things they carry around in... Um, they basically have bags of holding. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, so they have basically mm. those. And then they... Another thing that they can do, and this is very fun, is that they can use their sleeves as bags of oh. holding, basically. Okay. <laughs> so you can just store stuff up your sleeve. Like, like the maesters uh, do. Like the maesters do. Mm. There's actually zero difference <laughs> between Modazushi uh. and George of Martin. Um... <laughs> You don't know what, um, what Lewin had up his sleeves all the time, you know? <laughs> he had a pair of yeah, legs the pair entire of legs. time. A whole, a whole clay boy, he loves those. Yeah. <laughs> we love it. Um, so the next time they check in with the arm, um, which is still kind of acting as a compass, um, it tells them to kind of go in the direction of a place called Yueyang. Mm -hmm. So they're like, all right, that's where we got to go next. So... It's, it's really door. convenient if you have a mission and you just have an arm that points you in the right direction. <laughs> it really is. So, have you seen Wayne's World? Please tell me you've seen Wayne's uh, World. You streamed it once, yeah, and I uh, watched it on. Okay, good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there's this part with Chris Farley, security guard, mm. who knows an awful lot of information. Um, so the boys get some intel about a mass murder that happened some years okay. ago. And how that mass murder definitely didn't have anything to do with some Game of Thrones mm. political bullshit. Um, and then they go to a spooky city. All right. Uh, so they get to... Uh, well, the first thing that they <laughs> figure out is that uh, <laughs> uh, none of this stuff with this zombie body mm -hmm. is going to get solved until they find the head. Well, yeah. Um, they got to find this guy's mm. head or they're never going to figure it out. Um, they get to Yueyang... <laughs> And they sit down, and mm. they, they get some lunch, and they're talking to the waiter, and the waiter has an awful lot of information. <laughs> they meet, <laughs> they just uh, get, they like, meet kind the of... typical uh, role-playing game innkeeper. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and to click through all the, all the dialogue options. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have to go through the right dialogue yeah. tree, but they go through it. Um, so the waiter just kind of gives them some local lore. So, um, a while back, this place had been under the jurisdiction of a, like, minor, very minor sect, mm -hmm. um, called the Chang sect or clan. Um, all of them got brutally murdered. Aww. Um, 
not all at once, yeah. but like in a few stages. The reigns of Yu Young. <laughs> yeah, the reigns of Yu Young. Um, so what had happened? I'll get to Xiaoxing Chen in a second, but so the Chong clan um, had been out here, and uh, one night something happened, um, and a ton of them died. Mm -hmm. uh, one or two of the guys, I think just the, yeah, just the son of the sect leader was out. He was just doing something mm -hmm. that night, so he survived, but he came back and found the rest of his family completely massacred and it was like this horrible scene it was very gory um terrible you hate mm. to see it um but nobody was really sure what happened um so all the big sects put out you know like an apb like hey if anybody has information um if anybody comes up with anything let us know we got to get to the bottom of this um so this is where this guy xiao xingqin comes in and he is what they call a rogue cultivator, who mm -hmm. um, is a cultivator who doesn't belong to a sect. Okay, um, he's just, just he's just doing it. Yeah, no, no, he's no, yeah, license, he's just out no nothing. Just <laughs> yeah, he's he's freestyle <laughs> cultivating. Um, and uh, he he has he has a friend uh, whose name is Songlon, and they're best buds. Mm -hmm. Um. And we get a little bit of info about Wei Wuxian's mom here, because as it happens, um, Wei Wuxian's mom was also a rogue cultivator, mm -hmm. um, and she happened to be trained by the same lady that trained Xiao Xingqin. Okay. They had been trained on this mountain by this uh, cultivator who mm -hmm. had reached immortality, um, and but this this lady, her name is Baoshan Sanren, her... Her whole deal is like, all right, you can leave, but if you do leave, don't think about coming back here. Um, I don't want uh, any of that up in my stuff. You sort your own life out. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> mm. So there there have only been three people who have ever left Baoshan Sanren's mountain. Xiao right. Xingqian is one of them. Wei Wuxian's mom is another one of them. The other one doesn't matter. Um, but nobody who's left that mountain has survived very long and all of them have had like Aww. really horrible deaths okay. um so uh then we find out about shui yang parentheses derogatory <laughs> <laughs> so so xiao Xingqian and his buddy songlon um they're doing detective work because mm -hmm. they hear about this and they're just good boys and they're like yeah. oh let's solve this mm -hmm. um so they find this guy and shui yeah. yang is uh a delinquent He's the Joker. Uh, we will find this out. Absolute He's trash. the Joker. Okay. Horrible. We hate him. Um, and he had actually been a guest cultivator of the Jin sect for a while. Mm -hmm. okay. um, which means that they 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 just kind of found him and said, hey, um, you have potential to yeah. be a pretty good cultivator. Come study under mm -hmm. us. Um, and then he was, so he'd I been, guess. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh huh. So so Songwon and Xiaoxingchen get some intel mm. that he is behind the Chang clan massacre. Um, mm -hmm. So they bring they they put him under citizen's arrest, <laughs> and they they bring him before all of the big boy sects. Okay. Um, and so most of the sects are like, okay, we have strong solid evidence that this is the guy who did it. Mm -hmm. Um. The thing is, since he 
is still kind of kind of comes under the jurisdiction of the Jin sect, it would be on them to 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 uh, punish him. Mm-hmm. Um, and this yeah. is also where Huaisang's brother comes in. So this this had happened about ten years ago. Uh, okay. Uh, when Niming Jue, who is Huaisang's brother, mm-hmm. was still alive. Okay. And he's a very uh he's very he's kind of got a black and white morality kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um but he he hears all this, he sees what happened, and he's like, Alright, kill him. Fuck this guy. Sure. He's yeah. just gonna he should he has no remorse. He loves that he killed these guys. He had a great time doing it. He's not gonna mm-hmm. get any better. I'm down to kill him on the spot. Um and uh but the Jin sect uh are being kind of shady about it. Mm-hmm. And they don't they're kind of being like, I don't know if we want to kill him. Like, can't maybe we can just give him like life. I don't know. Yeah. Um and they kind of they kind of procrastinate, and then all of a sudden Yiming Joy dies. Mm. Uh and there's so there's nothing at all suspicious about no. the guy who wanted to execute the mass murderer mm-hmm. on the spot dying out of nowhere. Um, so, Shuiyang, uh, had a MacGuffin, and this is kind of the first place that we're hearing about this (laughs) MacGuffin. Um, and this thing is called the Stygian Tiger Amulet. And this was a gizmo of Wei Wuxian's design. Um, Mm. and it was basically a remote control that commanded all of his zombies. Um, Mm. but, uh... Yeah, but um, but when he died, um, he broke it in half, and one half got destroyed, and then um, through mm. circumstances, Shui Yang got a hold of it, um, and uh, while he was in the Jin sect, um, they were kind of having him try to rebuild the other half so that they could sure. use it for fascism purposes. Mm. <clears throat> And he was testing out his uh, partially completed Stygian Tiger amulet on the Chong clan um, when they when they were killed. That's how he killed them. Oh, so he sent um, a bunch of zombies on them. With, yeah. With the uh, okay. Yeah. So um, so the Jin sect like has mm. Shuiyang imprisoned. Um, they they kind of they're kind of hesitating on killing him because he's really the the one who like knows as much as anybody's gonna mm. know about the Stygian Tiger Amulet, um, so they don't really want to kill him. Um, Niming Joy dies, and then uh, mysteriously, Shuiyang escapes from being imprisoned. I mm. wonder how that could have happened. Strange. Um, All this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then uh, he he gets out, and Hoops could have foreseen. <laughs> That the mass murderer would commit mass murder again. Oh, okay. He we he finishes off the 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 Chong clan massacre, um, and I'm blanking on which order this happens in. He kills the 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 last member of the Chong clan, and he also kills all of the people, um, who basically Song Wan's entire family, Xiao Xingchen's buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, Why? And yeah, and he also uh, he he blinds. Songlon, who's there by, um, I think he poisons his eyes or something. Mm. Whatever. He blinds him. Um, and, uh, that, th- through character stuff, that leads to Songlon and Xiaoxingchen having a, um, like a falling out and they, they get divorced. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> and uh, then then Shuiyang just kind of disappears. Um, there's some eye magic. Uh, so so here's where the character stuff of them getting divorced comes in. Um, Shaoxingchen said, oh no, I feel really bad about you getting blinded and all of this shit happening to you. Um, so while Songlon was like kind of unconscious and like, you know, recovering from mm-hmm. all of this shit happening, Shaoxingchen brought him up to the mountain that he had been raised on and said, uh, look, Aww. immortal mom, I know I'm not supposed to come yeah. back here. She said, but... she said it again. Uh, yeah. Uh, and he's like, more. I'm not here to stay. I just, here's what happened. Please help my friend. He doesn't deserve to be blinded. Um, because of this. And, uh, what that led to was, uh, Xiaoxingchen basically giving Songlon an eye transplant. So he gives him his eyes. Um, <laughs> so now Xiaoxingchen is blind. Oh. Um, he has no eyes. They couldn't work out a compromise yeah, where each like, of them had one yeah, eye or anything. Yeah, which is the immediate kind thought. Of, but... kind of think that's the obvious <laughs> thing to do, but... Yeah, yeah, no, not yeah. not these two. No, so... <laughs> and I... That... I would not be surprised if that was Songlon's first thought upon waking up. Like, why didn't you give each of us an eye, yeah. you idiot? <laughs> um, but he he wakes up and he's he's mad about this because mm. he's like, he's like, look at you, just like, bro, uh, care about yourself for yeah. a second. Um, but he's also traumatized from like watching his entire family get murdered in front of him. Um, and okay. Songlon is like, he's just upset, and then and he's like, I I can't, I don't want to be around you right now. Um, I need to go be on my own. So, um, so they separate. Um, uh, whatever. So, so they find all this out from the, the waiter. Um, and then, uh, the, t- our, our boys, Wei Wuxian and Lan Wangji go off to do detective stuff. Um, and they run into basically a ninja. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I am completely blanking on where exactly this happens. Um, but they run into a guy who's like digging a grave. It's in like a cemetery. Okay. Yeah, that's why um, they dig a grave. Yeah. Oh yeah, usually. Um they run into a guy who's like digging up a grave, uh, and he's got mm. this spell cast <laughs> that like censors his face. It just makes his face completely blurry, so they can't tell who he is. Okay. Um But the guy, um the guy is like unearthing a corpse. Um he has, and they, he has like, the like the, the Google Street algorithm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's been google streetified yeah. <laughs> um so they fight this sensor face ninja guy for a little while and um eventually he just like teleports out via magic um mm. and he leaves the 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 body behind mm. um and uh it's uh the torso of the body mm-hmm. um so they they have the torso now um <laughs> I have this part drunk I antics, head, head nails, nails then and then more drunk, drunk antics. antics. Okay. Yeah, uh uh Lan Wangji gets drunk and he's a funny comedy drunk. Um Wen mm-hmm. Ning shows up again, um, and he's got some nails in his head. Uh, and why, um, why does he have nails in his head? Uh well we don't know quite yet. Okay. Um we'll find out a little bit later. Mm. But Wei Wishan manages to like um get him under control long enough that he's able to pull the nails out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then Wending leaves again. Um, and then, <laughs> then they're like, 
just vibing and like <laughs> looking at this torso and way with Sean like this torso is fucking buff. This torso <laughs> is stacked as hell. Yeah. And Wei Wishan's like, damn. It's kind of nice with it. This, look at this, this dude. Body pop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, look at the damn, dude. Would you look at this? The abs on this torso, yeah. the titties on this torso. <laughs> God damn. Um, and then there's like a little bit where like there are some children around mm. and they're, they're LARPing. They're, um, and what they're doing is they're acting out the Sunshot campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, and what the Sunshot campaign is, is that was the war, uh, where all of the sects went up against the Wen sect because the Wen sect mm-hmm. had gotten to the point where they were just outright doing fascism yeah. and everybody said, enough of this. Mm. Um, so all the kids are like playing parts of like the most mm. important players in it. Um, and it's, 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 it's a good part. It's funny. Okay. Um, and they're, you know, it's definitely not narrative clue providing mm. reasons. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> no author would ever do something like that. Yeah. Why would they ever do that? Um, and they run into that like on their way to, um, you know, following the hand, some following the arm some more to a spooky city uh, called and Yi no. City. Yep. Uh, they haven't gotten to this part in the series, so I'm not going to put in pictures okay. of these dudes. <laughs> I don't feel like putting them in. <laughs> I was working on this really late last night. <laughs> so sorry. But no, um, no then we go into the grasses mm. arc. Um, and... Yeah. <laughs> When it's just smoke weed and have fun. Yeah. It's just smoke weed. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's nine chapters of just smoking funny weed. Um so they go into this really creepy city, Yi City. They meet a guy who turns out to be Shui Young. Mm-hmm. And then Wei Wishan wards into a little girl <laughs> ghost and relives her memories of Shui Young being Shui Young. Yeah. Uh and then they kill him. Good. And yeah. then they acquire another zombie mm-hmm. port. Another day in the office. <laughs> uh so it's yeast city baby uh this this city was uh known mm. for like producing a lot of funeral goods uh, um funeral which town are, like, population oh, zero yeah. population zero well yeah population zero right now because mm. it's been in- uninhabited for several years um nobody's quite sure why but um like everybody here was like involved in the funeral industry mm. basically <laughs> Um, they start hearing some spooky bamboo noises, like clacking okay. on the ground, and they aren't sure what it is. Um, they run into all of the little boys. Mm. So, like, the little lawn boys and Jin Liang and a few other boys are here. Um, they also run into a shitload of zombies. There's a lot of antics. Um, Jin Yi gets poisoned by mummy <laughs> dust. Um, <laughs> one of the zombies, like, gets attacked and, like, spits in his face, Aww. basically. Um... And, uh, so they have to go hide in a spooky house and, uh, in order to cure him. Um, cause if they don't cure him, he's going to turn into a, a nasty zombie. Got it. Um, and while they're in there, you know, they, they do a bunch of stuff and yeah. Wei Wishan is like, like, Lan Wangji is outside doing fighting with a bunch of zombies and Wei Wishan is inside with all of yeah. these little boys being a teacher. Uh, and they start hearing the noises, the spooky bamboo, mm-hmm. bamboo noises again. And, um, they... Uh, encounter the source of the bamboo noises, which is a little ghost Aww. girl, and um, she's mm. she's like about the the boy's age, so mm. she's like a teenager. But um, someone put in the <clears throat> they see the ring DVD. Oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, and she looks kind of strange. She's got like these milky white eyes, mm-hmm. and she's she's carrying this bamboo stick around. Um, and they're like, oh, she's blind. Mm-hmm. Um, because she's you know, so they're they're like, all right, mm. what's going on with that? Um, 
And then they run into a fella. <laughs> Guess who's ah. here? It's just Shinchen. Um, and just he does. Around. Uh. Yeah. Oh, I forgot one of the most important fucking details. Okay. That's stupid. Um, <laughs> with the Chong Clan thing. So when the the final the final boss of the Chong Clan when mm-hmm. he got murdered. Yeah. Um, what they found on his body was this little mark that would only have been left by Xiao Shinchen's sword. Um, because huh. that's a thing. Okay. So they're like, they're like, well, Xiao Xingqian must have murdered him, mm-hmm. right? And he's been like MIA for a really long time. Nobody knows what happened to him. Um, okay. But they find his his sword mark on a dead Chong man, and they're like, what What happened? Mm. You know, he became murderer? What? That's not yeah. normal. Um, but, but Xiao Xingqian shows up here, he does some fighting, whatever, and he tells everybody to leave. Um, because it's dangerous, and they don't want to mess with this, but they don't. Um, then there's a big zombie fight, mm-hmm. and, uh, so Wendin comes back, um, he Kool-Aid Man-style bursts into this house, <laughs> fighting another zombie, um, who is, like, as powerful as him, which is huh. very yeah. unusual, because it's unusual for a zombie to be as powerful as Wendin is mm-hmm. in the first place. And they realize that this zombie that he's fighting also has nails in his head. <laughs> Um, and more importantly, that this other zombie is Songlon. Um, so he is in zombie form and these two are fighting. And then wait a minute. Uh, they do some, they do some, some ghost interrogation. Uh, they talk to, they like incapacitate Songlon zombie and they Mm -hmm. question him. And he basically points to, um, quote unquote Shaoxing Chen being in control of him. Oh. Um, and then they they pull his mask off, Scooby Doo <laughs> yeah. style. Say that. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, <laughs> he says, I would have gotten away with it too yeah. if it weren't for you snooping kids. But it's Shui Yang. We hate it. Um, and he's the Joker. Uh, <sighs> they, I forget how they get away from him. I th- they might just run. I, mm. I'm blanking. But they they get away from him, okay. and uh, like this little ghost girl mm-hmm. shows up again, and she starts like leading them to a certain place. So they follow her. Um, and they take she takes them to uh, what's called a f- uh, uh, a funeral house, um, which is like a cross between a morgue and a funeral home. It's kind of like where they keep bodies. Mm-hmm. Um before the funeral actually happens Mm -hmm. um and so she leads them to the funeral house Mm -hmm. and she leads them specifically to one coffin in particular and they open it up and it's the real shaoxing inside and he is dead and you hate to see it recently um it's hard to tell okay um because because of reasons (laughs) but um uh but it's it's hard to tell Mm -hmm. but he he's dead and the ghost girl is looking, like, very sad about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Wei Wushan says, Alright, well, the only way to oh. figure out what's going on here is to do the dangerous magic mm-hmm. spell of empathy. Oh. Okay. Um, and what empathy is, is warging into a person's memories and reliving them first person. Mm. Um, okay, yeah. You can't, um. like, you can't interact with it. 
but you're like it's like watching a cutscene in first person. Yeah. Okay. So so he's like, all right, I got to do empathy to figure out what's happening, and all the boys are like, oh no, you can't do that. That's really dangerous because, um, like I said, it's very similar to warging in mm. that like when when you when you're doing empathy on somebody, your body yeah. is just like completely vulnerable. You're not okay. In- <clears throat> so, but Wei Wishan's mm. like, I gotta, and um, so he charges all the little boys with like watching over him while he does mm. this, and he he wargs into the little ghost girl, and mm. it's flashback, flashback time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mm. So, this little ghost girl's name is Aching, mm-hmm. and she is one of the best characters <laughs> in this movie. She genuinely, okay. she wouldn't, wouldn't have expected that when we first met. <laughs> Yeah, she's so good. So she's just this little, like, orphan beggar girl. Mm-hmm. And um, she she's, like, 15-ish um, when, this, when this empathy flashback starts. Mm-hmm. And um, for whatever reason, she was born with, like, eyes that make her look like she's blind, but she's not actually blind. <laughs> okay. um, but mm-hmm. what she does, because depends. she's... Exactly. Ah. Exactly. She grifts people. Um, <laughs> she uses their sympathy to to get by. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> and she's out doing grifting one day, and she meets the real Xiaoxing Chen, um, mm. who is actually real life blind. Um, and mm. uh, they kind of they kind of like form a sort of sibling like relationship. Okay. Um, Xiaoxing Chen is like, he's like, I guess at this point he'd be like 19-ish. Mm-hmm. Ah Cheng is like 15. And they're just like, they're like brother and sister. Okay. They, they, they have a really, they have a very cute relationship. It's good. Um, and they, <laughs> they travel around for a while um, just being buds. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's kind of like, he's taken on kind of like a, um, like a protective role over her. Um, and she, mm-hmm. meanwhile, like, um, acts as kind of like the brains of the operation yeah. because he's too much of a, he's too much of a good boy to like ask for things. So yeah. she like, you know, yeah. And he also like is, he's like a homeschooled kid. But what, what, um, what are they actually doing? Like a, a blind guy and a pretend blind girl. <laughs> like what's the grift? Just, just traveling. Like he, well, he's still a rogue cultivator. Okay. Um, so sh- and still do that. he, okay. Right, so yeah, he still does that, and she just, like, hangs out while he does it. Mm-hmm. She's getting sleep while he's doing Ghostbuster stuff. Okay. And they're just buds. Okay. They're just friends. Um, and they just stick together. And so they're, they're, they travel for a while. Um, and then one day, they come across a fucked up guy that has been, that has been put somewhere. Um, they just find mm-hmm. this guy in, like, a, like, on the side of the road mm-hmm. who's unconscious, and he's been beaten the fuck up. And um, Aching is, like really suspicious of this yeah um and but xiaoxing chen like i said is a homeschool kid and Mm -hmm. he's 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 the type of person who at like 24 years old will be like i've never eaten an oreo you know (laughs) he he doesn't he doesn't he has he has no idea he's so naive so and he just assumes the best of people so he sees this fucked up guy and he's like we gotta get this guy help and Cheng's like Nah. all right dude okay nah. uh and they get to the nearest town they bring this unconscious fucked up guy to the nearest town which is the city which at this point still has people in it um and they just kind of take up residence in um it's called a coffin house that's what it's called 
Um, they take right. up residence in the coffin house, which is the the place that her ghost had brought everyone mm-hmm. to. Um, they just set up residence there, and uh, <laughs> Xiao Xing Chen like tends to this guy's wounds and whatever. And eventually, he comes around, um, and he wakes up and uh, like. So, the rest of a lot of the rest of this arc is: Do you ever move into a morgue with a guy you found on the side of the mm. road and a girl who won't leave you alone, and never ask the guy what his name is in the entire several years that you're living together? Oh, it's several years. Okay. It's several. It's mm. like two years, and Shen just doesn't want to ask this guy's name. It would simply be rude. Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy is like fucked up. His voice has been like fucked up because he's like his his. I don't know, his throat's been fucked with. Yeah. Um, in the process of turning him mm. into a fucked up guy. He's just been beaten up really bad. Okay. Um, but since Xiao Xing Chen is blind, he can't see what this guy looks like. Um, mm-hmm. So he sounds weird. Xiao Xing Chen doesn't know what this guy looks like. Um, he's mm. This guy isn't telling anybody what his name is. And the entire time, he's being the Joker. <laughs> and Aqing <laughs> is so fucking suspicious. She cannot stand this guy. Mm. She's like, Who you are trying be? to pull one off. Yeah, she's like, you were trying to pull one off on my best buddy, and you know he's too stupid to question you. Um, so I got my eye on you. Um, but they're, Black like, extremely sus. They're just hanging out in this morgue for some years. They're just living there, uh, yeah. They just turn it into where they live. Okay, <laughs> sure. They just live there. Nobody tries to stop mm. them. They just they just live there. Yeah, but um, there's, there's people living in the town at this point, right? So there are people just, living, yeah. Okay, you can just move mm-hmm. into the morgue if you want. Yeah, you can just move into the morgue. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to say anything. Um, so they just live there. Mm-hmm. They just live in E-City. Um, and yeah, no, it should not be a surprise that this fucked up mm-hmm. guy is Shui Young. Yeah. Um, Shui Young, yeah, from the, mm-hmm, from the moment <laughs> he wakes up, he knows that this is Xiaoxing Chen, and he's like, oh, I remember your ass. You mm-hmm. tried to put me away. You you almost got me killed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have some fun. So he bees the Joker. Mm-hmm. Um and he like starts um doing cultivator shit with Xiaoxing Chen at night cuz they're still doing that yeah. um but what Shuiyang does is he like tricks Xiaoxing Chen into killing random innocent villagers instead of zombies <laughs> um uh, just to be an asshole just for the fun of it yeah, yeah. so Shuiyang be gaslighting Songlong comes by one day remember him he shows up. He's just like, uh, Aching okay. is in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she's, you know, just in the city center mm. or whatever, and she runs into this fella. Um, and he's very obviously a cultivator because, like, even, like I said a while back, mm. even normal people can identify yeah. a cultivator when they see one, even if they don't know who exactly they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but she sees him and she's like, huh. And he kind of notices and he starts asking her, like, hey, um, have you seen. Have you seen another cultivator around here? And like yeah. describes Xiao Xingqin. Um and she's like, "Yeah, I live with him." Yeah. Um, so, what are the odds? so they go back. Yeah, so she takes him back to the house or to the coffin home. But um, Shuiyang is like having an, a conversation with Xiao Xingqin. They can't get to Xiao Xingqin right away. She doesn't want him. And like Songlon like notices right away. He's like, "What is he doing here?" What the fuck is he doing here? And Aching is like, I know, right? I don't know who this guy is, but I f- get his ass. Um, so, blah, 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 whatever. Shuiyang and Songlon start fighting. Mm-hmm. Shuiyang gets Shuiyang Chen to go off and get some groceries for him. So he's gone for right now. He's not here. Songlon comes out. 
and he and Shui Young start fighting. Shui Young manages to win. He kills him. Uh, he turns him into his zombie puppet. Um, mm-hmm. But it's okay, because Aching is a girl boss. We've got all three Gs. Yeah. Um, so she comes in, <clears throat> and this entire time she's still been telling Xiaoxing Chen that she's blind. Mm-hmm. So that's like one of the things that kind of brings them together is that he's under the impression that both of them are blind, okay. so they have that in common. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like at this point where she's like, okay, I gotta let him know that I'm not actually blind and I can see things. So she describes this guy, she describes Shui Young to Xiaoxing Chen and uh, says that he, so one thing about him is that he is missing a pinky finger. Uh, and she describes okay. that, and then that's how Xiaoxing Chen knows, mm. oh shit. There's only one guy this in the is... world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and uh, Shuiyang does some Joker shit, whatever. <laughs> he basically is like, alright, you caught me, but I'm the Joker. Um, and he reveals that he has, uh, uh, that, Xiao- that uh, Songlan is dead, and he's a zombie. And, um, uh, I've been making you kill random, uh, innocent villagers for several years. Mm-hmm. Uh, ha you're an idiot. <clears throat> and, uh, Xiaoxing Chen just can't handle it. Because mm. d- this is just like, how is he supposed to deal with this? Um, <clears throat> and, he um, yeah. he doesn't. <laughs> he says, well, you can't I'm emotionally either, yeah. torment me yeah. if I just turbo kill myself. So he turbo kills hmm, himself. Kind of a theme. And yeah, he so he kills himself so hard <laughs> that his soul gets shattered into pieces. He died too much. He died too much. <laughs> <laughs> he died too much. Um so he kills himself and then Choi Young is like he immediately We salute Aching because she did her best. Mm. Um uh, Shuiyang eventually tracks her down because she runs away, and eventually uh. Shuiyang tracks her down and um, blinds her, cuts out her tongue, and kills her. Blinds her for um, real, okay. Blinds mm. her for real. Um, but uh, that's the very last thing that happens in this flashback mm-hmm. because obviously she's not going to have any memories after she dies. But yeah. um, a, cu- a few more things happen before that part, but she's dead. Mm. But. Shuiyang spends the next seven or eight years having a normal one. Um, because right after Xiaoxing Chen kills himself, um, Shuiyang is like, hey, stop being dead. Hey, wake up. It's poking him. Hey, uh, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, he's like, on, hey. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, it's not funny anymore. Um, Shuiyang is, like, immensely fucked up. Mm. Um, not just in that he's the Joker, but, yeah. um, like... Xiaoxin Chen is, like, the only person who's ever been nice to him in mm. any way. Um, okay. So, yeah, so he kind of, like, spends a few days just with his body being yeah. like, Are, like, you're gonna wake up, right? Yeah. Like, this isn't mm. real. Um, and he starts thinking, like, oh, well, if I can put his soul back together, um, then he can come back to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his soul is in too many pieces for it to really ever come back together again. Like, that's his soul is dust. You're not gonna... Yeah. It's not gonna happen. Um, we learn a bit about why Shuiyang 
massacred the Chong clan. Alright. And it's because this dude is the fucking definition of nature versus nurture. Um, because, so he was a little street boy. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, he got suckered into, uh, getting caught up in some shit with, like, a couple of members of the Chong clan. Um, one of them sent a rude letter to another guy and <laughs> oh, no. called called little baby Shoyang over and said, hey, deliver this letter mm-hmm. to that guy and I'll give you, like, a cookie, basically. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, seven years old, so he's like, okay! <laughs> so he, he delivers this letter and upon delivering the rude letter, which probably just has dick butt on it, <laughs> the guy who receives the letter takes it out on him. And okay. beats up this little child. Asshole move. Um, yeah. The asshole move. And so little beaten up baby Shuyang goes back to the Chong yeah. man and says, can I at least have my cookie? And he's, Chong guy says, no fuck mm. off and beats him up some more. And also runs over his pinky with his, like, cart. Okay. And that's how he loses his pinky. Mm. Um. And so he has all of this resentment towards the Chong clan. He hates them for that. Um, He says, my one pinky is worth more than your entire family. (laughs) Um, He literally says that. And Xiao Shichin is like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So he was obviously kind of fucked up to begin with to think that that's a normal thing to do. But also, like, nobody was ever good to him. And then, like, He he eventually got brought into the Jin sect, and they basically took advantage mm. of him, and you know weren't exactly nice to him, even though they like you know yeah they whatever. said hey take this like zombie remote device yeah. and repair it. Yeah. yeah yeah reverse engineer this zombie remote for us here um, you down downtrodden he... little child have this artifact of immense power I'm sure you want to abuse exactly, it yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then when he couldn't do that, when he couldn't do that, they beat him up and left him on the side Ah, of the road. Yep. Uh, So, um, so yeah, so he's just, he's, he spends some years having a normal one. And then that brings us to the present, basically. Um, The moral of the story is ask your roommate what his name is. Mm -hmm. Um, Wei comes out of his his empathy warging. Yeah, maybe get some ID. Wei comes out of empathy and he says the words Shuiyang is Pokemon going mm-hmm. to die. Um, he says the only way this guy is ever going to stop doing any of this is yeah. he's got to be killed. So um, uh, so they, whatever, he he runs in um, and he and Lan Wangji manage to um, uh, fatally injure him. Um, uh, and then that same ninja mm-hmm. from before with the face yeah. blurring mm-hmm. thing comes in and he just... He picks up the the dying Shuiyang and just ubers him away. Um, but he's, right. like, critically injured enough that it's, like, it's obvious he's not going to survive. All right. um, but, yeah, so so they're gone, and then they're like, all right, well, our work here is done. Uh, <laughs> uh, so they, they, they leave they leave Yi City, and they make some stops along the way at, like, mm-hmm. an inn and whatever, and... Um, Wei Wuxian is just kind of, like, talking things over with Lan Wangji, and they're they're doing brain math to mm-hmm. put everything together. Um, and they realize that, like, um, some stuff isn't adding up, and what it means is that somebody had directed all of the boys to go into Yi City. Um, and, hmm. uh, 
it's very likely that it was the same person uh, who put the arm into the Mo family's place at the very beginning. Um, okay. Because that arm didn't just get there on its own. Mm-hmm. Somebody, like, threw it over the fence and into their yard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they they find another body part. I think it's just the other arm. Um, so they have everything but the head at this mm-hmm. point. Um, and um, so they're like, I wonder who could be doing this. You know, they, they thought that the... Because this is really, this is really dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, and these boys, if they hadn't been discovered, like, they would not have been able to take on any of this on their no. own. Um but um, you know, it was an acceptable risk because yeah. they were basically bait to get Wei Wishan and Lan Wangji in there. Okay. Um uh and then we get a little bit of info about these lookout towers. So all over the place. So one thing I'm sure you know about the People's Republic of China is that it's very big. Um and uh so in this universe, uh right now, the leader of the Jin sect is Jin Guangyang. And you saw him in my funny uh, name example at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Jin Guangyang, what he did um, when he became the sect leader is that he had all of these lookout towers built. Mm -hmm. Um, And what the lookout towers are, so so when you have five big sects, Mm -hmm. there's only five places that they're going to be. Right? Um. And the winds are gone now. They have been wiped out after the war. So there's mm-hmm. only four sects now. So there's really only four places. And like there are a lot of places that are just there are like more really than four remote. places. Yeah, right. There are a lot more than four places. So um, <laughs> what do? <laughs> yeah, what do? So when you have like a really remote place, mm-hmm. uh, and there aren't any like cultivators, mm-hmm. you know, in the immediate vicinity, you're and some shit goes down, you're kind of fucked. Um, so Jiggy, mm-hmm. as we know him, yeah said, uh, well, I'm looking out for the little people. Yeah, we need to invest so in I, infrastructure. Yeah, I'm, he invested in infrastructure, and he invested in infrastructure in a big way, because he built 1,500 lookout towers mm-hmm. um, with more on the way, uh, and these are, like, um, just, like, patrol stations where they have, like, people, mm-hmm. yeah, they have cultivators, a handful of cultivators from whatever sect is closest, yeah. and um, they're just stationed there, mm-hmm. uh, and they get reports from uh, of you know stuff going on so that they mm-hmm. can get to these places more quickly mm-hmm. and they can more efficiently pass word to like the bigger places or um you know get back up if they need it um so it's been a big help in uh keeping these more remote areas you know safer mm-hmm. um so finally the grass's arc is over <laughs> and we go into the allure arc which is short. <laughs> and this happens. <laughs> we get more funny Hong Guangjun shit faced. <laughs> it's just a funny comedy chapter okay. uh, or arc. So there's some funny comedy drunkenness, but um, when Ning comes back, uh, he has his brain back so he can talk mm-hmm. again. Um, but then everybody gets attacked by a headless zombie. Um, so. There's some funny drunk antics. Wangi get drunk again. Um, and what he does is, like, when he gets drunk, first he falls asleep. He has... So alcohol is one of the things that are famously forbidden in the cloud recesses. Okay. So and he's a lightweight. N- despite him being a big Yeah. Boy. Okay. All of the... Exactly. All of the lawns are extreme lightweights. Mm. He has 
Wongi has like the equivalent of maybe two sips mm-hmm. and he's gone. Um so he passes out and then he'll wake up and he's just like I don't know how to describe what he is when he's drunk. He's he's like a big mute child. Okay. He's just like <laughs> he's just like doing the first thing that comes to his mind, whatever uh-huh. that may be. And he's having a good time, whatever. So he's having he's doing funny drunk antics. Okay. Basically Basically flirting with Wei Wushan without really either of them realizing that that's what he's doing. Um, because Wei Wushan is an idiot, mm-hmm. and Wangi isn't saying anything. He's not saying, I'm flirting with you. He's not saying, I like you. He's just doing all of this weird shit and pl- being playful. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're doing that, uh, and uh, at one point while Wangi is asleep, <coughs> uh, Wending shows up. He just, like, appears in the window. Okay. Uh and uh, he has his brain back. So, Sorry, if you'll that's, remember... That's the ghost channel, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, this is the ghost channel. Um, so, if you'll recall, he had some nails in his head. Yeah. Um, and those got pulled out. Mm-hmm. Um, Zombie Songlon also had nails in his head. Mm-hmm. And those also got pulled out. And um, a little while after the nails got pulled out of Zombie Songlon's head... Um, he got his brain back, and he started talking, and he mm. was lucid, and he was just, like, a normal dude okay. who just happened to be a corpse. Um, oh. and he he got up, and he was like, damn, all of this sucks. Let me take this bag with a couple of pieces of my best friend's soul in them, and I'm just gonna go wander around and do me. Um, and, uh, he, he left, so his zombie is out there just vibing. Um... So Wending shows up and he's like, hey, hey, it's me. And Wei Wushan is like, whoa, you can talk. <laughs> um, so unfortunately, though, um, he doesn't okay. remember anything. He doesn't remember anything about like uh, what had happened because Wei Wushan is trying to be like, so what? Why aren't you destroyed? Like what happened during the 13 years I was dead? And he doesn't know because all he remembers is that he was being held in, like, a basement or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then somebody somebody put nails in his head. Damn. And then the next thing he knew, he heard Wei Wushan playing the flute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that activated that part of his brain. Okay. And he just got up and Hannibal and busting through okay. all the way to where Wei Wushan was. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's all he knows. So, um, he... Probably was in a basement for 13 years or something like that. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Restrained in a basement for mm. 13 years. Um, uh, then there's more fu- funny comedy drunk. Uh, <laughs> Lan Wangji wakes up and he like pushes Wending around and is just being like, go away. I don't want you here. Because <laughs> he's like taking Wei Wushan's attention. <laughs> he like pushes him into a wall and stuff. Oh. And Wending just like takes it because he's a very, he's a very meek, timid zombie, mm. actually. He's like, all right, I'll leave. <laughs> um, whatever. Wei Wushan and Lan Wangji flirt. Uh, okay. But Wei Wushan kind of feels guilty about it because mm. Lan Wangji is drunk. Um, they do a smooch. Ooh, okay. Um and then and then Wangi falls asleep again, so whatever. Um they like overhear the little boys uh fighting in like the downstairs of the mm-hmm. inn that they're staying in. Um and they 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 whatever, they break that up. We get some lore <laughs> about 
the <laughs> headband. So everybody, everybody in the in the lawn sect um, wears these little forehead ribbons. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, Wei Wishan has a flashback to one time when they were teenagers. Um, he was doing jokes and playing pranks, and uh, he pulled uh, Lan Wangji's headband off. And uh, they, like that. when he did this. It did not like that. When when he did that, they were in the middle of like this big important um competition mm-hmm. and it made Lan Wangji so upset when he did that that he quit the competition wow. right then and there. Um and everybody who was around was like, Oh my god, you shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? But nobody would tell Wei Wishan what was going on. So he has to find out finally <laughs> um <laughs> what the deal with the headbands yeah. is, and he finds it out from their the teenage boys. Um, and the deal with the headbands is that they're like, it's a chastity headband. You're only <laughs> supposed to, you're only, Ooh. it's supposed to represent like restraint, okay. um, and whatever. And you're only supposed to take it off, um, in the presence of like your lover, your, right, okay. your, your spouse okay. or whatever. Um, Lon's mate for life, by the way. So that's, mm-hmm. that's another thing. Um, <laughs> uh, and, um, mm. The reason he finds this out right now is because while Wangi is drunk, he takes his own headband oh. off and uses it to tie up Wei Wushan's wrists and drag him around. Okay. <laughs> and he does it, like, in front of all of the little boys, and they're all, like, scandalized <laughs> by this. They're like, oh, oh my. my god. Everybody, everybody, and even before just this, some, everyone was like... Just some playful bondage, yeah. Just some playful bondage in front of the the children. Um, even before this, everybody was like, "So I guess Lan Wangji is like banging this Mojo on you guy now." All right, sure. Um, and this just kind of confirms that. But they're like, "Oh, so brazen," you know. Um, whatever. So so that happens. But then later on, um, they're. Uh, a bunch of the boys like leave to go home because mm. it's boys from a bunch of different sects. Okay. Um, a lot of them leave to go home, whatever. Mm. Um, and so they're basically just with the lawn boys. <clears throat> and um, their intention is to go to some city that I don't remember what it's called and meet up with um, Lan Chichen, who is Wangji's brother, mm. sect leader, whatever. Um, they're going to meet up with him uh, and like pass the boys off to him. Uh, and they're like camping out for the night in the middle of nowhere. Um, and then some spooky stuff starts happening, and uh-oh, a headless uh-huh. zombie shows up. <laughs> uh-oh. uh-oh. <laughs> this happens. Uh, hate when this go, happens. Go, 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 go. Yeah, I hate when that happens. Um, and then we go right into this arc. Okay. I have, which a, is a, big I have a little question between do the, do the sects only, like, educate boys, or is this just coincidence that we only get boy characters um they do educate girls um the lawn sect uh like since they're they do a bunch of very esoteric shit Mm -hmm. um they keep they keep the boys and the girls separated Mm -hmm. so you're not gonna see the girls they're they're kept on like an entire other side of the cloud recess is being educated by the women Uh um uh other sects um like other sects like you know will let them intermingle Mm -hmm. Um, but there is a lot of, like, sex separation, um, 
And I think a lot of that is just more due to Chinese cultural reasons than anything else. Is it like, um, is it kind of, a, oh, these are, these are basically soldiers and warriors. So it's like 99% um, guys, like technically girls could be cultivators, she, but it's just a very like uh, um, toxic masculinity thing to be one. No, I don't think it's that because there are female cultivators. Okay. Um, and they are there are quite a few of them that are trained, you know, alongside the mm -hmm. boys. Okay. Um, but it's just that you know this is it's BL, so it's a bunch of boys. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's really all it is. But um, but yeah, so we go into the guile arc. If that's a good enough explanation, yeah, that's fine. Okay. All right. So, um, we're gonna get a bunch of shit in this <laughs> arc. Uh. <laughs> uh. We find out that the zombie is Nimenjoy. Uh Okay. And uh, we also figure out that the only person who could have killed him is Jin Guangyao, mm -hmm. who is Friska. <laughs> um, so then they go to a big party at Jiggy's house. Um, Wei Wuxian wargs into a piece of paper to spy on Jiggy, uh, who he sees being evil to his wife, and he also has Nimenjoy's head in, a, in his closet. Um, and then the head is so mad that it forces piece of paper away with Shonda Warg into his memories of divorcing Jiggy. <clears throat> then Wei Wuxian and Lan Wangji try to out Jiggy from being evil, but then, uh, accidentally Wei Wuxian gets outed for being Wei Wuxian. Um, and then he gets stabbed by Jin Liang and then they go into another flashback. Uh, so, lots, much to talk about. You, you, you gotta elaborate on that, yeah. <laughs> I believe me. Believe me. All right. So <laughs> lots going on lots in this one, but we pick on. up right yeah. where we left off. Yeah, there's there's a headless zombie about to attack. Mm -hmm. Um so they were supposed to meet up with Lan Chen, and he um he shows up. Mm -hmm. It's just there. Okay. Um because yeah, because he, he hears that some shit's going down and he's like, uh-oh, uh, my boys are mm -hmm. in trouble. Let me help. So he comes up, um, and he's starting to help. Um but, like, so he also plays an instrument. He plays a different type of flute. And he's using that to kind of help calm mm -hmm. down Mr. Zombie Man. Um, but he's noticing that Mr. Zombie Man is, like, reacting in a weird way to it for, like, a second. And uh, when Shichen looks at him, he's, like, he's kind of, like, he's, like, hesitating a little bit. Like, he's kind of, like, what the fuck? So, um, but eventually he helps. And they incapacitate Zombie Man. They just knock him out. Uh, and then Shichen says, I'd know that dick anywhere. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this zombie is nude. He is Fuck red and naked. mad and nude yeah. online. Yeah. Um, Shichen is able to determine from, um, the motions that this zombie is making, because it's kind of making, like, these swinging gestures with its hand. Um, and he can tell from the mm -hmm. gestures and also the zombie being extremely buff and huge. Um, and when you're sad, I guess also you can just tell, like, by the movements and the swinging, I was... I yep. thought you're gonna gonna go another way. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I, you're gonna. Have I, to I, I know that slapping sound anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> God, <laughs> he just comes out whacking it. That's cool. Just helicoptering. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just walk out the bushes, cranking <laughs> hog. Um, but no, Chichen looks at him and he's like, "I know who this is." And Wei Wuxian's like, well, if you know who it is, then so do we. Um, the Franken zombie is Neiman Joy. It's NMJ. That's who it is. Because mm -hmm. um, uh, Shi Chen and NMJ were friends back in the day. 
Okay. Um, and a lot of what we're going to find out in uh, the next few few slides mm-hmm. has to do with that. Um, <laughs> Shinchen says this. Um, this is this is NMJ. Uh, I fucking love him. He's so good. Um, and uh, once they once they realize that this is who the zombie is, um, and putting everything else together, mm-hmm. they're like, all right. Jin Guangyao derogatory is the only possible culprit. This is the only person who could have killed him yeah. and cut him up and put his body parts everywhere. Um, don't know why. Uh, it's just a thing. But yeah. he sure did do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, he just likes to do it. <clears throat> so then we get a time skip um, and we're having a discussion conference. So a discussion <laughs> conference is like, um, it's just like a big thing where all of the sects get together, and it happens, like, I don't know if it happens once a year or, like, a few times a year, but all of the sects get together um, at one of the sects' houses, and um, they show off how well all of their cultivators are doing. Okay. Um, just to see, like, mm-hmm. how they're, you know, what's what's going on? Where's everybody at? Um, see if anybody needs improvement. Mm-hmm. See if, you know, just kind of all, all kinds of stuff. So it's time for a discussion conference, and it's being held... Um, at the Ginsect's place. Um, <laughs> so as they're walking up, uh, to the, to the like, Wei Wishan, who everybody, keep in mind, still thinks is Moshan yeah. is Lan Wangji's plus one. Um, mm-hmm, and sure. as they're, as they're walking up, uh, they, like, look at these big, um, these big, like, paintings of, like, all of the, the triumphs of members of the Ginsect. Mm-hmm. Um, and we learn about uh, why Jiggy is famous. Okay. So, oh God. Okay, so Jiggy's backstory. Um, so he was an illegitimate son of Jin Guangshan, who was the previous yeah. leader of the sect. Um, That's why he, and, he didn't have the name initially. Okay. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. He, originally, he was Meng Yao. Mm-hmm. Um, and his, his mother was a sex worker. Um, okay. Guess how that came to be uh so um uh he so like his whole life his mom was like convinced that someday jin guangshan was gonna come back and uh whisk little baby jiggy mm-hmm. away to the sect and you know raise sure. him to be a good strong cultivator mm-hmm. and he never did that because mm-hmm. jin guangshan is a piece of shit um who fucks all of the time and has kids everywhere. He's Robert Baratheon. Um, okay. He's Robert Baratheon. Yeah, he's Robert Baratheon. Mm. Um, and um, uh, so eventually, little baby Jiggy's mom dies. Um, and he leaves the brothel. He's being raised in the brothel. Mm. Um, he leaves, and he's like, all right, it's time for me to live up to my family name and face full-life ginsect. And he, he goes to... <sighs> He goes to Lonling, he goes to the, the, the Ginsect's house, and he says, can I talk to my dad? Uh, and, um, unfortunately, it turns out that, um, he has come there on the day of Jin Zishuan's birthday, the legitimate heir's mm-hmm. birthday. Good timing, yeah. And so they're having a very big, they're having a big birthday party for their special boy, mm-hmm. um, and Jin Guangshan is upset that this, uh, you know, his, his bastard mm-hmm. is here to, to try to say anything or do anything um so he leaves him waiting for like six hours and then eventually he comes out um and says why are you wasting my time get out of my face and 
he kicks little baby Jiggy down this huge, huge, huge staircase. Um, mm-hmm. And and little Mengyao says, okay, and uh, <laughs> he leaves. Um, eventually, uh, he... I'll, I'll, I'll get over... I'll get through what happens in the interim in a minute, mm-hmm. but um, later on, he becomes like a noted and celebrated war hero for um infiltrating the wen sect uh doing spy shit um he he joins and he like he joins the wen sect he feeds inside information about what they're doing to lan shichen Mm -hmm. um and that plays a huge role in helping them win um and then jiggy is actually the one to kill the leader of the wind sect okay um so he becomes this big huge celebrated war hero um and uh jin guangshan kind of has no choice but to legitimize him after Mm -hmm. that because it would look really bad if he didn't (laughs) so but he doesn't want to do that because having having a child with a sex worker is Mm -hmm. a is is bad for culture reasons so he doesn't want anybody yeah he he under other circumstances, he would he would keep this child in the dirt, but um, uh, he has to legitimize him. But to get around that, and here's why his name is the way that it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jin Guangshan says, "Okay, I will legitimize you, but one thing you got to know about Chinese names is that sometimes there's what you call uh, a generational name, and." A generally generational name is like <laughs> this is so complicated. So um you'll have like a set of syllables and usually they like spell out like a poem. Uh, um and each generation of a family, like the boys or whatever in each generation of a family will have um one of those syllables in their name. Uh, and that like indicates what generation they're in. All uh, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, f- so for example, the- so for example, um, and this t- it ties into like heredity uh, and like order of succession. Yeah. So, um, so Jin Guangshan, his his generational name is the Guang in mm-hmm. his name. Jin Jin Zishuan, who is his son, his generational name is Zi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, after that is Ru. We'll get to that, but um. Uh, so okay, so you you spell out the order of succession in in the name. Exactly, yeah, okay. exactly. So um, so Jin Guangshan says, okay, I'm gonna legitimize you, but fuck putting you mm. into my order order of succession. That's for my special boy Jin Zishuan. I mean, how I'm how would naming- even do that? Like, wouldn't like all the people down the line of succession need to change the name <laughs> if you like put someone <laughs> in there in the middle? Well, here's the thing, because it's not exactly one to one order of succession okay. by uh, by that syllable. It's like what generation you're in. All right. Um. So if he were to um, if if Jin Guangshan put Jiggy in the place he would belong, mm-hmm. he would be Jin Ziao. Okay, so but it wouldn't be on the on the same level as his like legitimate exactly half brother. Okay. Exactly. Yep. Um. But he didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh. He said, I'm going to give you the name from my generation uh, um, okay. so that uh, when I die, 
Um, it gets to the next generation. Like, right. Huh? My my generation has had its mm-hmm. chance. Okay. It is gone. <laughs> it is time. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is the time for the the boys of Z to mm-hmm. rule. Um. So you're not getting it. So mm-hmm. this is. I'm giving you this name. I'm not giving you a new syllable at the end of it. I'm just giving you the yow that you've always had. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I'm being lazy. So your name is a joke on you, basically. <laughs> okay. Your name, I'm giving you a name that is owning you. Okay. I'm giving you a name that's um, already outdated and also not the new one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he, so he gives him this name, whatever. Um, he, he, he is a legitimate member of the family, mm-hmm. but, um, he's just kind of being owned yeah, the entire okay. time. Um, but so, mm. so. Didn't work out, huh? Jiggy has. Didn't work out. Uh. <laughs> Jiggy has, uh, like, so since he was, so back during the, the, the war, he had been feeding information about the winds to Lan Chichen. So he had a, he had like a really, they were buds. Um, Jiggy and Lan Chichen, they were buddies. Um, they're still really good friends. Um, they were also both, they also both had like really strong connections with Niming Jui. So the three of them did what's called uh, becoming sworn brothers. (laughs) Um, and, uh, the three of, yeah, the three of them were all, like, um, all of them had become, like, celebrated war heroes by the end of this Mm -hmm. whole thing, and, um, everybody in the public called them the Venerated Triad. Um, these are our three special boys of the war, um, and Jiggy is the only one that we have proof of out of the three (laughs) of them who ever fucked <laughs> that's his, that's his um, claim to fame in the tribe. Yeah. His claim to fame is he fucked. Um, he he's married. He has a wife. Mm. At one point, they had a son, but he uh, died when he was really little. Um, and um, it was it was a very traumatic death. He he was murdered by some guy from some other sect. Whatever. Um, don't worry about it too much. But basically, it led to his wife being like too sad to ever have another kid. Mm. Um, she just doesn't even want to try. Um, but, uh, whatever. They go in and just everybody, there's just, like, a lot of schmoozing and mingling for a while. Um, Wei Wishan and Lan Wangji, like, they meet Jiggy. Um, they find Jin Liang, like, being bullied by his cousins because all of his cousins, like, um, Jin Liang has no friends because he's rude and bratty and spoiled. (laughs) He just has a terrible attitude about everything. And Wei Wishan feels really bad about this, but he watches this happen and he, he kind of stands up for him. Um, and then uh, Wei Wishan turns into Flat Stanley. They're staying in the room that has been allocated to Lan Wangji for, for the time that they're staying here. And um, Wei Wishan just gets out a piece of paper and a pair of scissors and just starts doing arts and crafts like apropos of nothing. Um but what he's doing is he's cutting out a little man made out of paper. Mm-hmm. Um, and what he's going to do is he's going to warg into the piece of paper and use this little paper man to do spying. Uh, uh, so he does that. Uh, so he how, goes into warg how mode. Is, <laughs> how is this like the obvious way to spy on <laughs> You know <laughs> <laughs> It's the funny comedy way to spy on yeah. someone. <laughs> so, uh, the mind of Wei Wuxian, uh, I don't know. Yeah. So he he, like, good, he, good, he cuts good out. Good thing he he wasn't spying on Donald Trump because he likes to repay. Yeah, yeah. uh, <laughs> hey, uh, got him again. Twenty twenty one. Funny. Um. So 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 he makes 
he wards into a stinky cheese man and he um he he you know he runs into into Jiggy's room um to do some spying uh just to kind of you know look around and see what's happening and nobody's in there at first but eventually Jiggy and his wife both end up in there and Weibushan bears witness to a very normal argument between a couple so his his wife comes in and she has a letter and She's asking him, she's very, very, very distressed. Whatever this is, whatever is in this letter is just freaking her the fuck out. And she's asking him if what's in this letter is true. Um, how could he not have told her? Um, what the fuck is wrong with him? Everything I know about you is a lie. Okay. All of this stuff. And Jiggy's just like, I did what I had to do. Sorry about it. Uh, and, um... Eventually, she gets, like, so worked up that he just takes her. He, like, uh, okay. uses magic to kind of incapacitate her, and he brings her over to this big mirror, and he just steps through the mirror with her. And uh, uh, okay. Shot follows them. Yeah, mm -hmm. and so he's got this secret room behind the mirror. Mm -hmm. Um Little Genesect things having a secret torture closet yeah. behind a magic mirror. No. <clears throat> so no. in this, yeah. <laughs> so in this room, he's got like um, a bunch of torture instruments mm. that um, Weibushan figures that he made those when he was working uh, undercover for the Wen sect mm -hmm. because the sect leader of the Wens was a complete compelty psychopath. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he was um, big into torture. Yeah. <laughs> Big into torture. He loved to do it. Total freaking psychopath. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the ways that Jiggy was able to like win him over was by going, hey, I can make torture mm -hmm. things. Um, I know you like that. Uh, but so he's he's got torture items and he's also got like treasure and stuff. Some of it's really like kind of weird. This is Jiggy, by the mm -hmm. way. Um, uh, he is Pequeño. <laughs> we hate his hat. <laughs> I Sorry. like his hat. Um... <laughs> That'd be controversial. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's the valiant take. Um, so he's he's got um, he's got treasure. He's got like manuscripts that Wei Wushan had written during his time as the Yiling Patriarch, which is when he was big necromancy mm -hmm. man. Okay. Jiggy also has some real estate paperwork. Um, oh, the most, he's got like the a, most a, evil shit. He's like he's like a real oh, yeah. estate guy. <laughs> he's a landlord. Yeah, <laughs> his biggest crime is he's a landlord he um so we were showing um like the real estate paperwork is for like some random property and mm -hmm. property and like the sticks kind of uh out by where the jongs live mm -hmm. um and so he's like what the fuck is this but um before he can dwell on that too much jiggy starts being like really weird about some object that he has mm -hmm. behind a curtain and he's like were you looking at me and <laughs> we were showing, you know since he's paper mm -hmm. sneaks over there and guess whose head is in there <laughs> it's our big man um it's our it's our big buddy his head is in there and it's being like restrained by like some magic talismans mm -hmm. whatever they're supposed to they have like calming spells on them whatever but um this head tip it is so fucking mad um and it's in fact it is so mad that it drags the spirit of Wei Wushan into basically, like, unintentionally doing, doing the empathy. empathy spell. Yeah. 
And then we get a divorce flashback. Mm-hmm. So it's flashback time. Right. We're in we're in Nimindre's memories. Mm-hmm. Um this is back when he was the sect leader, and he finds a little Mangyao uh among his troops. Uh, and he is by a river, uh, being the I'm alone, nobody care me monkey. Mm-hmm. Um, because all of the other, uh, guys, he, he's just kind of joined the new sect's troops. Um, he's just kind of like doing random errands, whatever. He's okay, just so he's low level um, recruits, military right. guy at this yeah. point. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He hasn't, they haven't met up until mm-hmm. this point. He's just kind of there. Um, but... NMJ sees him and he's like, what's going on, little buddy? And, uh, uh little, little baby Jiggy, I'm still gonna call him, little, I'm still gonna call him Jiggy, yeah. whatever. Um, he's, he doesn't really say anything, uh, and he's, he's all by himself because, like, um, some other people, some other guys, other soldiers are, like, talking shit about him being the son of a sex worker mm-hmm. and everything and making fun of him and, um, all this shit. And then, um, and NMJ doesn't like this. Because his whole thing is like, who fucking cares where somebody comes from as long as they're doing their job? Yeah. You know? Um, so he he publicly stands for a little jiggy. Um, and he's <laughs> like, uh, you know, he tells these guys to shut the fuck up and watch their mouths. Uh, and um, uh, eventually he, like, uh, promotes <laughs> Jiggy to be his, uh, basically his right-hand man. Because uh-huh. um, <clears throat> he's really good at his job. Um He's just a good boy. Mm. NMJ likes him a whole lot. He also has no friends who aren't Huaisong. Uh <laughs> He has very few friends. <laughs> he just... So NMJ is like... He's got a very bad temper. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's really scary. Everybody's scared of him. He's fucking huge. He's mm. mad all the time. The only thing he likes to do is fight. Um, so yeah. it's very hard to get close to him. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's kind of... He's kind of very lonely... Even if he doesn't really like realize it, mm-hmm. um, so he kind of invests a lot of uh, emotion into this, you know, this boy, um, and uh, so so they become very close, mm-hmm. um, and so this is during during the war, uh, the the Sunshot campaign. Um, so they're fighting the winds and everything. Yeah. Uh, one day, one day, NMJ meets up with Lan Chen. Uh, as they do, mm-hmm. they're about the same age. Uh, NMJ's a little bit older, um, <clears throat> but they're friends. They mm-hmm. go way back. Shichen, Shichen is like friends with everybody because he's just nice. Uh, <laughs> so he like he's he's able to look past you know everything. Um, but it turns out um, that one time Shichen met G, uh, and this is actually very funny because like some. So this was a while back. Circumstances had led to LXE, like, Shichen being, like, on the run. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, like, I guess passed out or something at some point, and Jiggy found him um, and kind of, you know, was able to, you know, fix up some 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 boo-boos that he had and whatever. Um, he also taught Shichen how to do laundry because he didn't know how to do laundry. Uh-huh. <laughs> but they met one time just on the road, and Shichen's like, oh, hey! What's up, little buddy? Um, and there's uh, a lot of just finding fu- fucked up guys on the road. Yeah. A lot of finding <laughs> fucked up guys on the road. Where would this plot be without yeah. finding fucked up guys? Uh, uh, but so the three of them are talking, whatever, and um, 
uh, Jiggy, like, it comes up that Jiggy had, like, tried to go talk to his dad one time, and his, and his dad just wasn't having it, and uh, NMJ is like, all right, I'll write you a letter of recommendation personally from me. I am his equal. I am your dad's equal. I am also a sect leader from one of these big sects. I'm going to write you a letter of recommendation. Go get your life, king. Uh, go join the ranks. Go chase your destiny. Because the only thing Jiggy wants is to be recognized yeah. by his dad. <clears throat> so he does that. He's like, I know you're my, I know you're my right hand man, but this is what's important to you, and I'm looking out for you. So he does that. Um, sends him off. Uh, and then a while later, um, uh, NMJ goes to like um, help Jin Guangshan out with some stuff. There's like some skirmishes, whatever. So he goes down there, and while he's down there. Um, he's like, oh, let me check on, let me check in on my boy. So he's talking to Jin Guangshan. He's like, how's that, how's that Jiggy doing? And, um, Jin Guangshan is like, who? <laughs> and NMJ is like, I beg your pardon? Uh, you just disrespected my letter of recommendation? Wow, fuck you, dude. Um, but he's, he's upset. So he's like trying to figure out what's going on. He, 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 eventually he figures out like what kind of troop Jiggy is serving in because he's like he's in the, the Jinsex like army now, but mm -hmm. he like is just kind of basically back to where he was with the Nisect, um, but in his dad's own troops. Um and so NMJ's looking for him, and eventually he comes across where they're like supposed to be stationed, but um and every problem <laughs> in this novel would be solved if Jin Guangshan weren't a reprehensible human being, but whatever. Um but he comes across uh a lot of blood. And then he finds a big old pile of bodies and they're all wearing gin robes. And little Jiggy is standing at the top of it, wiping some blood off of his sword. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Um, he has killed, like, all of his co-workers. Mm. Um, and he's like, this is not the little yow yow that I know. <laughs> what is this? Um, so he's like, can you explain this to me? And... Jiggy says this, <laughs> basically. <laughs> He's like, uh, he basically says, like, look, these dudes were treating me like shit. Um, mm -hmm. All of them were taking credit for everything that I was doing. Uh, I was never going to advance if, uh. um, yeah, it's like, th I, I had no choice. I was pushed oh. to it. Um, and NMJ is like, all right, that's not how I, that's, that's not what I've come to expect from you. Um, please do the honorable thing that I would like and, like, at least fess up to it. Um, but what Jiggy does instead is he fakes suicide and then paralyzes NMJ and then runs off. Uh, hmm. and okay. from, from then on, NMJ is, like, severely wounded by this. He, <laughs> he is, he is so emotionally hurt. This, he is, he is heartbroken. Um, He's the real he never trusts all of this, yeah. He, he is the real victim. He's so upset. He's literally at one point he says basically the words never say to me the words Mengyao. And um he's just he's so fucking upset because this is like the first person outside of his family that he's ever trusted. Mm. Um and um then it's like then nobody really hears anything from Jiggy for three years, I think. Okay. Two or three years. Um it's getting to the end of the war, mm -hmm. and NMJ and his like main troop has been captured by the winds and um they are in the palace and their sect leader is like gonna 
torture and kill them. And who should walk up wearing some wen robes but Jiggy? And he does, I know, you know I had to do it to him. Um, (laughs) And he does some taunting and NMJ is like, oh, you little motherfucker. And, um, but it turns out that it was an inside job. Yeah. Actually, Jiggy is doing, doing intel, but he does, um, before he reveals that, he does kill every single other one of the cultivators that are there with NMJ. So those are like his main guys and all of them get killed. Um, and Jiggy's uh, basically, his justification is like, I had to, what yeah, was I going to do? I was still undercover. Uh, um, <clears throat> and so Jiggy then also kills uh, the Wen sect leader, mm-hmm. his sugar daddy for clout and peace. Yeah. And then he becomes, you know, whatever. <laughs> NMJ spends the next rest of his life saying, I don't trust like that. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so then like not very long into peacetime um shi chen is the one who says hey um you two have a very damaged relationship mm-hmm. nmj like still wants to believe that there's like a like a chance that jiggy can like get on the right path and just be honest um and so shi chen is like hey if we become sworn brothers, if we do this sworn brotherhood mm-hmm. ritual, you'll have the authority yeah. to like give him guidance and mm-hmm. be essentially his we his can, yeah, spiritually his him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can change him. <laughs> <laughs> so so he agrees to it. Um, it's also going to be like good for all three of their clouds, so that's why kind mm-hmm. of Jiggy agrees to it. So just three dudes getting married. Mm-hmm. Um, they become sworn brothers. Um, so. Remember Shuiyang? Yeah. Um, most of the problems that wouldn't have been solved by Jin Guangshan getting got would have been solved by mm-hmm. Shuiyang getting got. Yeah. Um, so he, so this is where we uh, kind of intersect with the bit where Songlan and Chaoxing Chen find him, capture him, and bring him to the other six. Um, because he has done multiple murders. Uh-huh. NMJ says, I want this fucker dead. And Jiggy is kind of like at this point he's been uh he's been legitimized. Yeah. But but he's kind of just being his dad's like errand boy. Mm-hmm. So okay. he ha- he's still he's still trying so hard to like get his dad's approval and get his recognition. So he's just yeah. kind of doing whatever he whatever his dad wants him to do in order to try to get that. So um Jin Guangshan does not want Shuiyang dead because he's still working on the Sijian Tiger Amulet. Jiggy is like forced to work with that, and um, Jin Guangshan basically says, "Hey, your boy NMJ is making trouble here because he wants him dead. I need you to handle this." And Jiggy says, "Okay." <laughs> and uh, that's when they like put Shuiyang in uh, in jail. NMJ is like, "All right, okay. What's this I'm hearing about him just like being imprisoned? I hear he's got like." He's not even really in prison. He's got, like, free reign, I think, or whatever. It's under house arrest. Yeah. You're not... Hmm? It's under house arrest. Yeah, he's under house arrest. He's mm. not... Yeah, he's not being punished. Mm. And NMJ is like, he's just gonna keep doing this. I want his head on my desk by this Friday, or I'm <laughs> never gonna trust you again. And Jiggy really wants to keep, like, as many, uh, 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 like, ties as he can, as many, you know, hookups mm-hmm. as he can. So he's like, okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
Amogus. Um, one thing that keeps happening during all of this is that Shichin keeps coming in right when NMJ is at his angriest. <laughs> like, whenever he's, like, whenever he just looks the worst. Mm-hmm. It's like, whenever, like, the lady of the house or whatever on like tom and jerry would come Mm -hmm. in and see tom about to eat jerry but hasn't seen the million horrible things Mm -hmm. jerry has subjected tom to classic comedy yeah classic comedy so like jiggy is very good at just like riling nmj up and and provoking him so um that kind of keeps happening they get into a lot of arguments NMJ, unfortunately, this is his one big failing, is that he has a heated gaming moment where he's he's arguing with Jiggy, and uh, Jiggy basically puts it on the table that he thinks he's better than everyone else, yeah. and he's, like, worked hard enough and worked long enough that, like, he deserves, he deserves everything he's worked for, and it doesn't matter what anybody else wants. Everybody else can die for all he fucking cares. And um, NMJ's like, oh, you think you're that much better than everybody else? And Jiggy says, yeah, I do. And that just pisses nmj off for the last time and he kicks him down the stairs just like um just like his, uh, dad, his yeah. dad had yeah and he also he also says a disparaging uh very sex worker unfriendly mm. thing about jiggy's okay. mom which you do not do so that's when yeah. jiggy says okay all right but he doesn't let him know this what he does say to nmj is hey let me play you some lo-fi beats to avoid chi deviation by <laughs> so like, every few days, he'll come to NMJ's house and, mm. like, play this song for him on a guchin that's, uh, that supposedly Shichen taught him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's supposed to calm NMJ down. Yeah. Because he's, you know, he's got, he's got congenital angry disease from being in the sect that he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Don't, don't want to become sword. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so, supposedly Jiggy is helping him out. So. Like I said, he's going over to his house every few days. One day, so Hoisong, <laughs> Hoisong is very good at avoiding saber practice. He does mm. not want to do it. He will never do yeah, it. Can relate. He complains all the time. Yeah, it's like no, I don't want one. I don't feel oh. good. My tummy hurts. And I twisted my ankle. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The sun's in my eyes, and um. NMJ just wants him to try because he's so scared that like Hoisong isn't going to have some way to defend himself mm. if anything is going to happen if anything happens to him. Um he's a very protective big brother yeah. and he doesn't want Hoisong to just be left defenseless. Mm. And he's but instead of like communicating that in like words, yeah. <laughs> he communicates it by getting frustrated and mad. Mm. Uh and uh just, so just being a man, yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. So unfortunately, unfortunately, Jiggy comes over to do his his magic music playing one day, and uh, Huaisong has just made NMJ very mad. And then Jiggy comes over, and that makes him even angrier. Uh, and both of those things combined just kind of like get him on his last nerve. And he orders his guys to like burn all of Huaisong's stuff, um, all of his hobby things. Uh, and Huaisong says fuck. Mm. He goes into this big uh, speech about, like, I don't want to do the saber. I don't like it. Fuck your sabers. Um, and then, um, uh, then not too long after that, uh, NMJ, like, comes across Jiggy talking to Shichen and, like, talking about how mean NMJ is to him. And um, 
all this stuff. And like right before that, he had been talking to NMJ about like, oh, you're so nice to me. You know, you, you're, you're giving, you're so merciful. You're giving me so, such, you know, so many chances. I really appreciate it. And then he turns right around and says to Shishu, you're so mean to me. <laughs> and that just doesn't. Uh, that is the last time. Uh, and NMJ is just like, all right, that's it. I'm, I'm about to smash. Mm-hmm. So, Unfortunately, this is where he dies uh-huh. mad about it. He he gets so mad mm. that he starts hallucinating everybody in his path as Jiggy. Um, <laughs> and he's just wildly trying to kill all of these Jiggies. Um, in the process, he accidentally wounds Huaisong. Uh-huh. Um, and like his last, like he find like his last sight is Huaisong seeing him and they have kind of this moment where like both of them knows what's going mm-hmm. on um and then then nmj dies and he dies mad about it yeah uh rest in peace king mm-hmm. love, love crossfit um himbo himbo idol yeah yep yep uh so then wavishan comes out of empathy but he's still in he's still in paper mode um he kind of <laughs> gets noticed uh and it's paper mario boss fight uh, Jiggy starts like trying to slice him, whatever. No, like seriously, he's fighting <coughs> as a paper boy now. Mm. He he's not really fighting so much as he is like uh, just kind of trying to avoid being sliced. Uh, and eventually he mm-hmm. he escapes. Okay. He like floats out of a window and mm. manages to get back to the um the the hotel room that he's sharing with one. Okay, room. he's 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 doing a jump and run level. Oh, right, yeah. So he, he he comes out of his whole thing and he 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 wakes up and he tells Lan Wangji everything and they're yeah. both like, all right, we gotta re- we gotta post these receipts. <laughs> uh, while while everybody's here, we gotta let everybody know that Jiggy is evil. Mm-hmm. He murdered his sworn brother. He was harboring uh, a mass murderer. He did all this shit. We gotta let him know. Uh, mm-hmm. He's doing something shady with his wife. Mm-hmm. He's got her locked in a secret room. Um, so they go to confront him. And then, then it's Hagrid's hut clusterfuck. Um, eventually, everybody in the building just like gathers there to see what's going on. Uh, it's a big scene. Everybody's accusing everybody of everything else. Um, Jiggy unfortunately gets the Oscar because he's like he he pulls off a bunch of stuff that basically covers up everything that he's been doing. Mm-hmm. He okay. he disguises his secret treasure room to be like full of just kind of innocuous treasure. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and he's like uh. He, like, accuses... Because at this point, everyone still thinks Wei Wuxian is Mo Xuanyu. Um, he accuses Mo Xuanyu of accusing him uh, because he uh, was the one who, like, got him kicked out of the sect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so he's accusing him, and he's like, oh, you're just jealous, you're coming back to do this, blah, blah, blah. Um, and what? so one of the treasures that Jiggy has in his his vault is the sword that used to belong to Wei Wuxian. Ah. Um, and he he just kind of came into ownership of it after Wei Wuxian mm. died. <clears throat> and this is the sword that has the stupid name. Um, its name translates basically to whatever, because when he first got it, he couldn't think of what to name it, so he was like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. And then uh, Dad Jong Fungmian said, okay, and just got that name engraved on it, so that's what its name is. <laughs> um, everybody else has, like, badass cool mm-hmm. names. 
for their swords and then his is whatever. Okay. Um, so he's, so like I said, swords are like tied to people's spirit or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he's, Weiwishan is the only person that could pull this sword out of its sheath. And uh, somewhere in the commotion of all of this, he pulls the sword out of the sheath. Um, so that lets everybody know that this is not Moshuan Yu, this can only be Weiwishan. Um, so everybody's like, oh my god, we gotta get him. Also, um, Jiggy's wife comes out, and at first she seems, like, just kind of okay, like, quiet, but okay, I'm take a drink. Is, is, and then, is his wife, right, someone important, or is she just wife? Like, does she have a backstory? Uh, she has a name. Is she what? Does she have a backstory that's, like, interesting or significant, or is she just... She does, but we haven't gotten uh, okay. to it yet in the mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> but she she grabs like a knife and she kills herself in front mm. of everybody right now. Okay. Yeah. Um and so everybody like, you know, feels sorry for Jiggy on top of everything else because oh, his wife just killed <laughs> oh, herself. No, yeah. Um also immediately after watching her kill herself, Lan Chi Chen goes, Oh no, let me get out my first aid kit. Maybe a band-aid will solve this. <laughs> like, bless his heart. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, uh so um but whatever. So everybody at this point is like, that's Wei Wushan. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's okay because my man Wangi always got him. So he kind of like puts up a barrier, he grabs Wei Wushan and he fucking books it out of this mm-hmm. entire building with him. Um, unfortunately, on the way out, they run into Jinliang, and he has overheard all of this. And he has a grudge against Wei Wuxian because that's who killed his parents, as far as he's concerned. Yeah. And he's kind of gotten close to who he thinks is Mo Xuan Yu in this time. Uh, and um, this is very upsetting to him. Mm. Uh, also, he's 14. So, um, you know, yeah. he... He sees Wei Wuxian and he stabs him. Um, and Wei Wuxian just kind of in his, you know, at the very end of this bit is like, damn, I deserve that, huh? Mm. Uh, yeah. And then he kind of <laughs> goes into a memory because Wei Wuxian or uh, Lan Wangji is carrying him. And then Wei Wuxian says, geez, Lois, this is almost as crazy <laughs> as the time I gave you a piggyback ride. Uh, and mm-hmm. that's when you go into sure. a big flashback. Yep. It's the courage arc. Hmm. <laughs> this is where we meet the Wensler. <laughs> Our favorite character, the Wensler. Uh, <laughs> so, in this in this flashback, Wei Wuxian and Zhang Chen get forced to go to fascism camp. Um, Wei Wuxian gets stuck in a cave with Lan Wangji, and then they kill a big stinky turtle together. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it's like 18 years ago at this point. It's a little bit, it's a couple years after when they went to magic school. Alright, okay. Um, yeah. Um... <laughs> we're just kind of we're at the Zhang family's house, which is called the Lotus Pier. Um, we're at the Lotus Pier, mm-hmm. and this family needs therapy so bad. <laughs> the parents have the worst relationship; they need to get divorced. Um, they're they were in an arranged marriage. Um, it's mm. it's very complicated. Basically. Chong Feng on the dad, like, treats Wei Wuxian better than he treats either of his own kids. And Madam Yu, the mom, is, like, super fucking mad about it. She's disdainful of everything around her. 
Um, John Cheng acts and looks exactly like her, and he thinks that that's why his dad doesn't like him. Um, the whole thing is, and like, Zhang Fangyan never does anything to make Zhang Cheng think otherwise. It's terrible. Um, but we just watch them need therapy for a while. Um, Madame Yu brings out some mail that they got that day that says, uh, it's, it's from the Wens, mm-hmm. uh, who are still at this point in time in control of everything. Yeah. They're the big boy sect. And the Wens have sent everyone a letter that says, come to Chishan in the next three days if you want an ass kicking. Um, more like, or, or else you'll get an ass kicking. Mm-hmm. So they're summoning all of, uh, they're summoning, I think it's, 10 cultivators from each or ten, they call them disciples when they're like you know still learning whatever mm-hmm. okay send 10 disciples from each sect uh and at least one of them has to be from the actual family mm-hmm. that rules each sect um send them to us we're going to re-educate mm-hmm. them is the word that and they use, saying, normal give us hostages or else yeah we're gonna take them i guess yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so, so the boys have to go, so Wei Wuxian and Zhang Chen go, uh, and just along with some other whatever people from their sect, they go. And Wen Xiao is who's in charge of this. Mm-hmm. Wen Xiao is the younger son of the Wen sect leader. Mm-hmm. And he is the worst fucking person. <laughs> he's the Wensler. Um, <laughs> he's, he's, he's a little bit older than everybody. He, he's married. Mm. But he has this girlfriend who is alongside him because okay. he he has he puts his dick wherever he mm-hmm. feels like it, um, and he's also got this bodyguard um, who is known as the core melting hand. Um, I can't. I'll get to uh. him in a second. But so so Wen Xiao tells everybody, turn in your swords. Um, we're replacing your swords with this. Book of Poetry and Values written by my mm, great-granddad. Right. So everybody has to, like, memorize this whole thing. Um, I didn't want to add pictures. I have the Wensler. Who fucking cares? <laughs> um, <laughs> they all look the same anyway, anyway to me, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, um, so Wenchow's bodyguard, the core melting hand, he puts on a little display here. So some random dude in the crowd is like, you can't do this, blah, blah, blah. And um, the core melting hand comes out and he basically punches this guy in the chest and it gets rid of his ability to be a cultivator. Hmm. Um, so every cultivator has inside of them what is essentially an organ. Um, it's your magic organ. <laughs> and <laughs> it's, it's called the magic golden pancreas, yeah. yeah, it's your magic pancreas. Cultivation is stored in the balls. It's, um... <laughs> but it's called the Golden Core. Um, and you form it when you're very... When you're pretty young. Um, and it gives you the ability to be a cultivator. If you don't have a Golden Core, you can't be a cultivator. Mm-hmm. And for somehow that we never learn, the Core Melting Hand has uh, has the ability to basically punch your Golden Core into not existing anymore. So... He he punches you and you're normified. You become just a regular person. Um, and that's not good if you're trying uh, to be a cultivator, yeah. you would think. Um, so he shows that and everybody's like, ooh, okay, all right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Gonna, maybe we shouldn't get on his side or on his bad side. Um, 
There's so here's where we get to meet a girl cultivator, by the way, wow. also. Okay. Um I don't have a picture of her, but her name is Mian Mian. Um uh I didn't include a picture just because I was being lazy yeah. and sleepy. But um <clears throat> she's there with everybody else and Wen Chao sees her and tries to do assault on mm. her. Um and Wei Wushan Wei Wushan steps in, uh and also plays an epic joke on Wen Xiao in the process. Um but uh whatever so that we'll we'll talk about her a little bit more in in i think the next slide possibly the slide whatever so um one thing that wen Xiao keeps having everybody do at fascism camp is um he's having them go on hunts for like magic creatures mm-hmm. uh so that he can steal the valor uh he's basically going to have them you know weaken whatever it is they come across mm. so that he can deal the finishing oh, blow and get all camp, the credit for yeah. it get all the XP. yep <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so so they're out looking for this one specific thing, uh, and Wei Wuxian notices that Lan Wangji is, like, limping, and uh, this is because not too long before this, Wen Xiao's older brother uh, came by the cloud recesses and uh, told them to burn down their library. Hmm. Um, and they, yeah. they didn't want to do it, <sighs> yep, they put up a big fight. Uh, Wangji, Wangji's leg got broken in the process, and, um, other things that happened were, uh, Lan Shichen went missing, uh, and their dad got, like, really badly injured. So the Lans are not doing well right now. Um, Wangji is not, he, Wangji, Wangji sad. Um, and Wei Wushan decides to be annoying about it. Uh, he, he's 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 trying to be benevolent troll face, but Wangi not in the mood. Um, uh, whatever. Wen Chao, like I said, he almost he narrowly avoids horny jail. Um, so they end up in this like underground cave where this big monster is supposed to be, and they're just down there for a while and nothing is happening, and everybody's like, "What the, what the fuck are we down here for?" And Wen Chao is like, um, okay, well, we need to lure this thing out. Um, let's cut somebody open and spill their mm-hmm. blood so it'll attract the big monster so yeah. I can kill it. Um, and his girlfriend is there, and she's super jealous. And um, so she she had seen him, like, perving on Mian Mian before, and she didn't like that. Mm-hmm. So she's like, why don't we sacrifice her? And Wen Chao's like... Yeah, but she's really hot, though. Uh, but eventually, wow. she, his girlfriend wins out. And um, so they're going to try to, like, slice Miam Yan open and uh, attract this big monster. Um, uh, Lan Wangji and Jin Xuan of all people, step in to, like, make a human wall around her. Um, and they they try to protect her and everything. Um, Wei Wuxian fights with Wen Chao. There's all this stuff. Um, and eventually, it like, just kind of the ruckus from all of this awakens uh, this big turtle monster mm-hmm. called the Xuanwu of Slaughter. Mm. It's a big, humongous turtle with, uh, it's like, a snake neck. Mm, okay. <laughs> and it's basically made out of resentful energy, and it's filled with corpse sludge. Ugh. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's nasty. Why? Why um, is it there? Just had some corpse uh, around. Uh, 
I forget where it came from in the first place. It's just, just like a magical creature okay. who knows where they come from. But this one was like, so a normal Shuanwu is like a sort of a deity kind of. Um, but this one, something happened, something went wrong in the process of it, like trying to get to the point where it would become divine. And it became evil instead. Okay, so it's a, a um, demon thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and everybody who's tried to take it on in the past uh, has died. And um, But it did manage to like get f- basically in- imprisoned underground, and it's just been down there for like some hundred years. It's a, it's a Dark Souls uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's in its chalice dungeon. Um, so, whatever. So it's down there. Um, the... The Wens, uh, like, this thing's very big and scary. The Wens just, like, fuck off at this point. Mm-hmm. Wen Xiao says, all right, guys, let's leave. And so they fuck off, they get out, and then they seal up the only exit. Uh, so everybody else is left behind. Uh, and, um, whatever, they- shit happens, um, don't worry about it, the details aren't important. Everybody gets out except for Lan Wangji and Wei Wuxian, they stay behind. Um, so what if there's only one cave? Mm. So it's just them and the big turtle in this cave. Um, and they do some bonding. Uh, it's kind of uncomfortable. Wei Wishan feels really bad for Lan Wangji and, like, mm. everything that he's going through right now. Because he, like, actually shows some emotion for once. He's very, he's very stoic. Mm. He's very hard to read. And he actually shows some emotion that he's, like, clearly very stressed and upset and worried about what's going on at home and everything and um but um eventually they they you know they come together um and they manage to take down the big turtle huh. uh successfully yeah but um Weiwishan gets like really badly hurt in the process and um uh Wangji just to like kind of soothe him um and, like, kind of get him to sleep, because he's being very restless, because uh, he's annoying. Uh, <laughs> Lan Wangji just, like, kind of, um, Wei Wishan is like, sing me a song, and so he does, and he makes up this little song um, uh, in the moment. And if you watch the animated series, uh, real, real Modao heads know that, um, so remember at the very beginning when Wei Wishan makes a flute and uh, plays it and he manages to calm down rampaging zombie winning yeah, and uh, yeah. yeah and Lan Wangji grabs his wrist and is like excuse me mm-hmm. oh it's that song it's the same Ooh, song okay. yep so that's how he knows mm. um cause he, these are the only two people who have ever heard this oh. song so that's the only way he would have known it <clears throat> um so that's that arc um, then it's the Poison's Arc. And this is where the Jongs reveal themselves to be the Van Houtens. <laughs> um. <laughs> My Empire, Empire Kirk. of Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> it never gets old. Um, God, so this is a very sad arc despite mm. this image. Um, so Wei Wishan's adoptive parents don't get the divorce they need, and then their entire sect gets demolished by the winds. Um, 
Jong Chung gets forcibly normified, mm. but Wei Wushan and little wiener kid alive winning and his his lesbian doctor sister fix him up. But then the fascists throw Wei Wushan into a big mm-hmm. evil canyon. So uh so Wei Wushan wakes up back at the Lotus Pier, back at his house in his room, um, after being soothed to sleep by special Wangi mm-hmm. song. Um, and his first thought is wear me Wangi because he's yeah. definitely not sure. um yeah. He's just worried about his platonic uh, friend. He's just worried about his platonic friend. Um, Zhangcheng and Zhang Yanli are there. Um, Zhangcheng saved Wei Wushan's ass. He he got out, you know, at the beginning of that whole thing, and he uh, on foot traveled um, a week and back uh, to home to like get help mm-hmm. for everybody that was down there. Um, so if it hadn't been for him. Uh, he also managed to dig them out in the process. He, um, it hadn't, if it hadn't been for John Cheng, they would have died down there. Um, uh, meanwhile, Wen Xiao is telling the world that he's the one who killed the, the big turtle. Um, uh, <laughs> the Fan Mian and Yu, Madame Yu come in and they argue, um, uh, one other thing we find out is that, uh, it's been like I want to say it's been like a week since Wei Wushan got out of the cave. Mm-hmm. It's it's at least been some days, and in that time, um, Lan Wangji's dad has died, mm. um, and his brother is still missing, but he's back at home. Whatever. <clears throat> um, uh, but yeah, so the the Zhang parents come in and they need a divorce. Um, oh, there it is. Okay, <laughs> so Shi Chen is missing, but he's the sect leader now. Um, <laughs> Uh, so then it's, like, a little while later, uh, after that, uh, another, like, like a month or something, and, um, one of the younger boys from the sect has been taken, um, by who we find out are when people, um, and, uh, so Zhang Fengmian, dad, is out on, like, a business trip, so mom's in charge. Um, which she always is anyway, because Zhang Fengmian is like, I'm sorry to call him a beta, but he's mm. a beta. Um, <laughs> uh, Madame Yu is like... She's running the show. So she, she's... She, yeah, she's girl boss. So she's in charge, and she has to meet with whoever's mm. like in charge of these Wen guys. And it turns out to be um, Wen Xiao's girlfriend. Um, oh yeah, yeah, here it is. Conveniently, Zhang Fengmian is off in his divorce boat. <laughs> um... <laughs> Probably just a coincidence that the winds are here right now yeah. when he's not there. Um, so, Madame Yu meets up with Wen Xiao's girlfriend, and they discover things, whatever, yeah. they they discuss things. And Wen Xiao's girlfriend is saying, like, oh, um, we're going to take the Lotus Pier, and we're going to turn it into um, a supervision office. Um, so we're going to be in charge of it, and you're going to be, um, you know, you're going to be our good underling. Mm-hmm. And Madame Yu is not about to have it, so they fight. Um, um, Wen Xiao's girlfriend's name is Wang Lingjiao, okay. whatever. She 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 calls in reinforcements. And um, who who would have thunk that, like, a huge battalion of Wen guys are here mm. just waiting? Yeah. yeah. Um, so she calls them in. Uh, lots of shit breaks out. Uh, Wen's basically invade the Lotus Pier. Madame Yu... Um, 
like fights people off on the way to leading Zhang and Wei Wuxian out to a little boat. <clears throat> and she, um, right now she owns the whip that Zhang has mm-hmm. later. Um, okay. So she like ties them up with the whip, secures them so they can't move and pushes them into this boat. Hmm. She's like, Wei Wuxian, this is your fault. I'm not going to forgive you, but you look out for my boy. <laughs> um, and Zhang Cheng is like, mom, what are you doing? Um, and then she like pushes the boat off. Why, uh, she why, gets, why she, does she say it's, <laughs> it's his fault? I missed that. Because she, she kind of... She just doesn't like him. She doesn't like him. She mm-hmm. kind of blames him for a lot of familial things. Mm-hmm. Um, she resents that her husband treats him better than he treats their own okay. kids. Um, there's also some stuff about like people talking about um, Wei Wuxian being like, um, uh, uh, like an illegitimate love affair baby of Zhang Fengmian okay. and Wei Wuxian's mom because they had a history, mm. whatever. Um, but it's it's all of it's uncomfortable. Um, but she sends them off in this boat and then she goes off to fight. Um, and they're restrained in this mm. boat and Zhang Cheng gets custody of the cool whip. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dad gets home right in time for fascism to win. Um, <laughs> uh. And the Lotus Pier gets gets burned. It gets overtaken by the winds. Jung parents mm. die. They would have loved alimony. Yeah. Rest in peace. Um, d- uh, Wei Wuxian and Zhang Cheng like eventually are able to like break free of the the whip restraint, and they like paddle their way back to the Lotus mm-hmm. Pier. And um, they're kind of trying to hide out, but um, they almost get caught. But a nice little wind boy covers for them. Mm, okay. Um. Uh. And uh. They they managed to escape not, again. Not not, not um, all wins. Not all wins. Yeah. <laughs> not all wins. Um, a few yeah. days later, uh, not all wins. Yeah. Uh, a few days later, Zhang Cheng and Wei Rishan are like in some random city, and they're basically like, um, they're basically on the mm-hmm. run. Uh, they're wanted. There are posters out looking for them. Um, Zhang Yanli ha- was not there at the time that all of this was mm-hmm. happening. She was like out visiting, um, d- uh, relatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have to, they want to try to find her and meet up with her. Um, but, um, so Wei Wuxian is like kind of trying to hold it together because Zhang Cheng has just watched his parents Mm. die and he's like in, he's feeling some kind of way. Um, so Wei Wuxian is like, we got to find her. Mm. We got to find her. And Zhang Cheng says, I'm about to be real stupid Mm. though. Um, cause Wei Wuxian, (laughs) Wei Wuxian goes to like, just get some snacks for them. And, uh, in the time that he like leaves Zhang Cheng just sitting in an alley, for like four minutes, Zhang Cheng runs off and he goes back to the Lotus Pier. Okay. And Wei Wuxian chases him back. Yep. Uh, and he runs into the nice little wind boy from uh. before. And guess who it is? It's our friend Wen Ning. Mm. He's here. Um, uh, this is what he looked like when he was alive mm-hmm. and not a corpse. Um, he was a sweet little boy. Um, and he actually remembered Wei Wuxian from a time when they were at another discussion mm-hmm. conference and Wending was like very, very he has anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> he um he was doing archery by himself and he was very good at it and Wei Wuxian complimented him. Um and um then then Wending got like publicly owned by the rest of his family uh-huh. because like he had test anxiety and couldn't perform mm. uh, in the moment and Wei Wuxian was still like really encouraging towards him, so so Wending like really appreciated mm. that and he remembered that. <clears throat> so um Wei Wishan is like, oh yeah, I do remember you. Um and Wending like brings uh Wei Wishan to where they have Zhang Cheng. Um and he is like in 
uh, a shitty little shack closet thing, and he's beaten to shit. Um, and the the core melting hand has gotten uh-huh. him and has melted his core. Mm. He he does not have his cultivation organ just, anymore. Just a regular boy. Um, just a regular boy. Um, and then Wending's cool sister busts in. And she is basically an ancient Chinese vampire times medical school. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and this is mm-hmm. her. Uh, and her name is Wenqing. And um, she's like, oh my god, you brought these guys back? Dude, come on. I'm trying to cough for you. You're my little brother and you know I love you, but this is so stupid. You can't be doing that, all right? But then she's like, okay, fine. They can stay here. They have a week. Um <laughs> Because all of this, I'm in charge right now, and everything's going to fall back on me if any mm. of this gets found out, so be careful. Um, and Wei Wishan is like, thank you, I just want to figure out what's going on with, with my guy mm. here. Um, Zhang Chen kind of wakes up, and he's he's upset that there are Wens in the room, and um, he he, re- he he knows he's undergone force normification. Um, he, Wen Xing knocks him out because he's just being like... <laughs> unreasonable and um <laughs> he does a joker laugh uh and then and so john Cheng spends a few days like knocked out and in that time wei wishan comes up with an idea uh mm-hmm. he remembers uh that uh his mom's teacher bao shan sanren remember her yeah on the um, high up on the mountain uh-huh yeah she, she yeah she can do all kinds mm. of magic stuff so he's like okay so when Zhang Cheng wakes up, Wei Wishan is like, I'm going to take you up to Baoshan Sanren and she's going to get you a new golden core mm-hmm. and we'll be able to, you'll be able to get revenge and you'll be able to rebuild your sect and it'll all be good. Um, so um, after they, you know, have to leave, they, um, they do that. Mm-hmm. He takes them up to some mountain that he says is, you know, where Baoshan Sanren is and he, he blindfolds Zhang Cheng, gives him like a walking stick and is like, all right, go up there. When you get up there, tell her, Tell her you're me. Um, okay. Because she's not going to do anything for you if if you're just some mm-hmm. guy from the Jong sect. But if you're her uh, her student's kid, mm-hmm. she'll help okay. you out. So tell her you're me. Um, so he sends him off. And then Wei Wishan is just going to like wait in the town at the foot of the mountain for him. And while he's down there, he gets ambushed by Wen Xiao and his boys. Uh, mm. And they kidnap him. Mm. And uh, they take him off to the Yiling Burial Mounds, which is this big, uh, nasty landscape where, um, just, it's just basically been, like, a corpse dumping ground for years and years and years. So it's just got, like, nothing but resentful energy in it. Very very bad um, vibes. Really bad vibes, literally bad (laughs) bad vibes. And um, so Wen Xiao is like, yeah, once you get kicked down here and you die in here, even your soul's never going to escape. So LMAO, get out. And then he does popular meme of 2014 mm-hmm. yeet and throws him into the burial mounds. Um, yeah. Then it's the evil arc. And <laughs> 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 this happens. <laughs> uh. You know what time it's it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... Wavishan comes back jokerified. He kills a ton mm. of fascists, and he has invented necromancy. Um, so it's three months later. Uh, Wen Xiao's girlfriend is having nightmares about Wei Wishan coming to get her. Um, Wen Xiao <laughs> tells her to shut up. 
she decides she's going to pack up and leave. Mm-hmm. And then then she gets attacked by a zombie baby. <laughs> um, a bunch of spooky shit starts happening. And um, Wen Chao gets scared of it. And then we cut to some other shit. John Cheng is back, baby. He's good again. Ow! And he's trying to solve <laughs> a necromancy mystery with Lan Wangji. Um, somebody has been, like... <laughs> somebody has been... Somebody has been killing Wens all over the place, mm-hmm. and they're leaving these, like, weird, reversed, twisted evil talismans everywhere mm-hmm. that, like, aren't supposed to protect against evil, they're supposed to draw it in. Okay. Um, and they've never seen anything like this before, and they don't know what's going on. Um, they, uh, follow kind of this trail of dead Wens, and they end up at, like, an abandoned, basically an abandoned post office, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, the the core melt there and he goes inside and he's got he's got Wen Xiao in there but Wen Xiao is the eraser head <laughs> baby now he <laughs> he is like wrapped up in blankies and he has been flayed alive Ugh. but but he's still alive cool. um he has he is missing like big chunks of his flesh mm. um and he won't eat meat. Uh, the core melting hand, his real name is Wen Zhulu. Mm. He is trying to feed him, but Wen Chao is like, don't make me eat meat, please don't. Because um, it's implied that he, like, well, was thing. forced to yeah, eat his own. Fetism. Yeah, Okay. Yeah, good old, good old auto-cannibalism. Yeah. Um, so, John Ching and Lan Wangji are, like, about to, to hop in and, like, kill them mm. right then and there. But then the Joker comes in, Mr. <laughs> Weirushan comes in. Um, and he is so sick and twisted. He is extremely evil. (laughs) He comes in, so he's the one who's behind all of this. He's been doing torture against everyone he can get his hands on. Um, he is so fucking mad, and he's here to, like, finish off his, Mm -hmm. his, his, his revenge. And Zhang Cheng and, uh, Lan Wangji are like, whoa, dude. Um, Zhang Cheng loves it. He's like, (laughs) This fucking rules. Yeah. Get their ass. I want to see them suffer. Yeah. I don't care what he's doing. Get their Revenge ass. Revenge is good and all is worth Wan- it. And nothing bad comes of it. Uh-huh. Yep. Meanwhile, Long Wanji is like, this is not going to mm. end well. Um, the more Because the more you use the evil mm. energy, um, basically the worse off you become. It, like, affects mm-hmm. your mind. It makes... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it gives you depression. <laughs> um... So Lan Wangji's like, I don't like this. Um, that's not my sweet boy. He's being evil. Um, whatever. So he kills he kills Eraserhead Baby Wensler and the Core Melting Hand. And then uh, uh, Lan Wangji says to Wei Wushan, because he another thing about this is that the fact that he has invented necromancy is going to make him a target. Yeah. And Lan Wangji says, I will bring you back to the cloud recesses with me. Um, and if I do that, it will protect you. Um, nobody will be able to get you because I will be protecting you. And he says, nope. And (laughs) Chang Cheng says, uh, he's part of my sect. So sorry. Um, everybody assumes that Lan Wangji is just trying to arrest Wei Wushan Mm. instead of like offer him protection. Um, so that sucks. And then Lan Wangji leaves and he's very sad. Um, and Wei Wushan goes back to the Jong sect, which is being rebuilt. Um, with Zhang Zheng. Alright. So it's the Tenderness Ten. arc. <laughs> <laughs> Where this happens. 
Uh, <laughs> we're back in the present. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean wakes up from having been stabbed by his nephew, mm-hmm. and he is at uh, Lan Wangji's house. He is in his room. Shichen comes in. Um, the three of them do some library forensics because Weiwishan has a theory. Okay. Uh, after his his empathy vision, um, and uh, so they look through some some magic textbooks. They get some clues. Uh, Shichen is kind of skeptical, but whatever. Um, they're walking around the grounds afterwards, and uh, Shichen gives Weiwishan a shovel talk, but Weiwishan doesn't realize it. And then um, Jiggy comes over and says that everybody's going to kill Weiwishan at a certain place. Uh, be there, be square, mm-hmm. and then Weiwishan and Lan Wangji decide they're gonna go there to, like, just kind of beat them to the mm-hmm. punch. Okay. Um, so it's mm-hmm. the present. Uh, like I said, he's in, he's in, he's in, uh, Lan Wangji's room. Uh, Shichen is there to play Jiggy's advocate, because, uh, you'll remember, if you remember, uh, the two of them are good friends. Mm-hmm. So, um, he's kind of, like, he's giving them some credit. He, he isn't trying to, like, brush off their concerns without good reason, but he's also like, I mean, Jiggy's my best friend. I've only ever known him to be a good person. Um, I know all the circumstances behind why he did all of the things, mm-hmm. most of the things that he did. Um, I I can't, uh, I you know, I'll help you out, but I can't confirm that I believe you until I have, like, literal actual mm-hmm. proof. Um, uh, so, Weiwishan says, I have a theory uh, about how he killed NMJ, and it was secret music magic. Um, so, they Getting go to the lawn... Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, they go to the lawn sex, like, secret library where they have, like, a bunch of secret magic music hidden. Um, and they find one particular book that has, like, a page torn out of it. Weiwishan plays the like a bit of the song mm. that he had heard Jiggy play for NMJ in the, the empathy mm. thing, and it doesn't sound right. Uh, and it's because it turns out that uh, Jiggy had like replaced a bit of an actual song that's supposed to calm you down with a song, uh, a piece from a song that makes you go insane. <laughs> um, <laughs> and NMJ would never have noticed mm. this because he has no hobbies uh, outside of swinging his saber mm. around. Okay. So, um, he was none the wiser. Um, so they figure that out, and then, uh, Lan Wangji's like, alright, um, I'm gonna go, uh, like, talk to our uncle, um, about some, some magic stuff, whatever, I forget exactly what it is, but he's gonna go talk to him, and Shichen and Wei Wishan are, like, by themselves, and they walk past this weird little house <clears throat> on the property, mm-hmm. And Shichen gives Wei Wushan mom lore. Um, God, do I want to get into this whole thing? The Lon parents' relationship was incredibly fucked up. Um, uh, I'm just gonna say that this amounts to, like, him saying, like, hey, please don't break Wangi heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but Wei Wushan doesn't realize it because he doesn't have any idea what's going on. He, he, he will, he would never believe that Lan Wangji would ever have feelings for him. Um, so then Jiggy comes by. Uh, and he he is in possession of this little, like, uh, gizmo that's supposed to, like, 
uh, it's basically a key. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to, it's like a copy of Lan Chen's house keys. It's supposed to, like, allow him passage into and out of the cloud recesses whenever he feels like it. And, um, it stopped working. Mm. Uh, so he's, he's coming by to return it because he's like, well, I see when I'm not wanted. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, and so he gives it back, um, and he's, he's pleading emoji face at Lan Chen because he's like, I thought you waked me. But, um, Shishan's like, I mean, uh, sorry about it, because he 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 like basically made it not work anymore when uh, Shishan and uh, or when uh, Wangji and Weibishan showed him, you know, kind of everything mm-hmm. that was going on. Um, but he kind of doesn't really know what to say here, so he just kind of stays quiet. Um, and then Ji like uh, says that everybody's gonna go to um, uh, the healing burial mound where uh, Weibishan used to hang out. Um, and try to, you know, draw him out again, because now that they, now they know he's at large, mm-hmm. um, and they're gonna, they're gonna murder him, uh, cause we, we can't have him alive. Um, and then Weibishan and Lanwanji decide, alright, um, they're gonna try to kill him there, but we're gonna get evidence, and we're gonna be valiant, um, we're gonna stand up to them, and we're gonna, you know, whatever. Um, we will, we will get our evidence, we will do, we will do this, cause we're, we're getting there. And then... <laughs> Uh, they're on the road they're heading up to the mountain and they pass by like this little family at their house and um uh it just kind of like reminds Weibushan of like um uh like one of his few memories of being with his parents when he was really really Mm -hmm. little and um he feels like it's very similar to like the way that he and Lan Wangji and the donkey are traveling right now and he's like, man, oh, it'd be nice if we had a kid with us. Oh, it'd be nice if we could set up house mm-hmm. and, like, just live together sure. and, like, you know, uh, all this stuff. He's just basically, like, having family mm-hmm. fantasies. Um, he doesn't even realize it, but whatever. He, he starts thinking about having a baby. Um, <laughs> not, like, giving birth to a baby. I say yeah. this, but it's jokes. But, um... It's just like, you know, having a family with, with Lan Wangji. And he's, like, not even thinking of it in, like, he's not thinking about, like, oh, we should kiss. He's just like, it'd be yeah. nice to just settle down. Um, and then that brings into uh, a memory that he had, again, of um, back in the day when he was being Mr. Healing Bad Boy Man. Um, there was a kid there. Um, so then we go into, it's a departure. Um <laughs> By John Green Dad <laughs> and the Long Winters. And, um... <laughs> uh, so it's a flashback. Wayward Sean makes a big scene at a party. Um, so there's a big hunt being hosted by the Jinsec. This is about, um... I want to say this is like a year before Wayward Sean died. So this is like 14 years ago. Maybe 15. Mm-hmm. It's a year or two before then, whatever. So there's a big hunt being hosted by the Jinsec. Um, Weibushan showboats in front of everyone, uh, especially Jin Zishun, not Jin Zishuan. Their names are very similar. Jin Zishun is Jin Zishuan's horrible cousin. This guy fucking sucks. Um, uh, basically Weibushan gets, like, triple dog dared into, like, doing the entire hunt blindfolded, and he says, okay, I will. Just Um, casting dudes. So he's blindfolded. Yeah. Somebody sneaks up on him and kisses him while he's blindfolded. And when he takes the blindfold off, the only thing he sees is Lan Wangji punching a tree. Uh, <laughs> and then um, the two... Huh? No. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, mm. They accidentally run into um, Jin Zichuan and John Yanli having a little date. Um, and Wei Wuxian is still, like, at this point where he's like, oh, man, fuck Jin Zichuan, he's, he's not good enough for my cold sister. Um, and he, he crashes it because he thinks Jin Zichuan is being rude, which he kind of is, but he's more just being Sundari at this point. Um, we get some backstory about them, and, like, in the time since Wei Wuxian punched Jin Zichuan for talking mm-hmm. bad about her, um, he's kind of come around to see, like, that she's actually a really good and cool person, and uh he kind of like has a crush on her now um but he also just kind of doesn't really know how to show it um so this causes a scene and everybody comes in uh and it's another clusterfuck um Weiwishan looks bad because everybody thinks he's everybody thinks he's cheating because he can do necromancy um uh but John Yanli is like look um, it's fine. Nobody said there's a rule about, like, how how much you can, uh, you know, rake in on one of these hunts. Mm-hmm. Uh, n- yeah, so, so, sorry he's killing all of the prey, but sorry he's also the best at it. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry my brother's epic. Um, but, uh, so she, like, manages to, like, smooth things over for the time being, but the junk sect is, like, not looking good right now. Weiwishan is kind of making them look bad. Um, later he's at home and he's acting like an idiot. Um, he does some dumb stuff and then he like runs into, uh, uh, he runs into somebody at a snack stand. And we, this is the second to last arc, uh, that we're in. So, um, yep. Almost done. So (laughs) (laughs) recklessness arc. Um, Weirishan makes a scene at another big party. Um, because Wen Ching can't find her brother. Yeah, Weiwishan gets the Jins to admit that they're running a POW camp, and it turns out that Wenning has died there. So Weiwishan turns him into a zombie, and then he steals and harbors zombie Wenning and Wenching and their grandma and a baby and some other relatives, uh, and he takes them to the Yiling burial mounds and just hides them there and hangs out with them. And Zhangcheng gets mad at him for it, and Weiwishan says, then I will simply leave the Zhang sect and not make you look bad anymore. Um... Right. So Weiwishan just storms... Yeah, hmm? go on. Yep. Okay. So Weiwishan just storms into the Jin's house. Nobody likes this. Everybody's mad. Um, remember a million chapters ago when I said, hey, remember, keep keep a, put a pin in this guy, Susha. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the name. He, he's here. I don't know his, like, yeah. the context here. You know? he, uh, he went to school with everybody. He went to magic school with everybody else. Okay. Um, so he has started his own sect and he's at this party um, and he kind of gets lost because the, the Jin's house is like really, really big and complicated. Uh, and Jin Zishun starts like making fun of him for it. But then Jiggy comes up and like uh, compliments Susha and like uh, cops for him. And he's, you know, uh, being very nice to him and uh, um, kind of telling Jin Zishun off. And um, this is when Susha starts simping for Jiggy. Which is gonna be a bigger deal later. But he 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 is he is full simp immediately. He imprints on him. Um Jinzi Shun sucks. Uh Wei Wishan comes in and uh he says, Where are you hiding the winds? Um and uh 
Jinzi Shun had been like responsible for for rounding up a bunch of like when refugees because mm-hmm. this is after the war. Okay. Um, and so like the the Wen sect proper is destroyed; mm-hmm. it doesn't exist anymore. But there are like you know stragglers left behind. Um, not necessarily civilians, but like uh, just like people who didn't mm-hmm. fight. Um, who are you know related yeah. to the main Wen sect and everything, whatever. They're so um so they're still out there. And um, Wei Wuxian is like, where are you hiding them? Um, there's a big scene. Uh, eventually, Wei Wuxian gets the info that they're being uh, held at a work camp um, in what had formerly been some Wen territory, and um, the Jins are in charge of it. Um, so he uh, he he goes there. And right after he leaves, like, every djinn in the room, like, throws a hissy fit, because uh, they've been owned publicly in their own home. <clears throat> and everyone says, he's actually going to check on the POW work camp, the absolute madman. Um, so Wei Wishan goes there, and um, he brings Wenchin, because that's who he had run into in the la- at the end of the last mm-hmm. chapter. Uh, she, she found him in the city, yeah, and she said, look, um, you owe me one uh for for helping fix up your brother i need you to help me find my brother um was, and he's like absolutely kind of a, a queen or was she just allowed to like okay. yeah she's a fugitive she's a fugitive um so they had gotten separated at some point um and she she doesn't know where where winning is so she's like you gotta help me find him um uh so they get to this work camp and they they're looking around for him everybody who's working there is like it's like sick people and older mm-hmm. people, and there's like their grandmas walking around carrying a baby. Um, <clears throat> so, so it's not even really like you know people who could have fought mm-hmm. at the time. Um, so uh, eventually they find Wending in like among a bunch of dead bodies because he he died. Um, you know, either in the. Pr- the either in the process of getting brought to this camp or, like, you know, by negligence or whatever, but he's dead. Um, but he's gonna be fine. Um, cause <laughs> Wei Wuxian is very fucking upset about this. Um, and the jinns are kind of, like, the the guys who are, like, patrolling the camp and running it are, like, like, they're jinns, but they're just kind of, like, acting like the main ones were when they were doing mm. fascism. And Wei Wuxian says, mm-mm. And, um, he turns Wending into a zombie. Uh, but here's the thing. So when Wending was alive, he was a very timid little boy. Mm-hmm. He had a stutter. Okay. Um, he was very easily intimidated. He had anxiety. Didn't talk much. Um, and what that led to was him just kind of building up all of his emotions and like bottling it up. Um, never letting it out. So when he becomes a zombie... That's when all of his resentment and anger and everything comes out. So he is just ungodly powerful, and he just goes on a rampage. Uh, he kills, like, every single, like, gin cultivator mm. around there, and he's, like, putting other people in danger, and Wei Wishan's like, mm. holy Oopsie. shit! <laughs> yeah. Whoops, should've vented! Maybe that's um, why we don't and do that Maybe that's why we don't do necromancy. Maybe that's also why we vent. Um, but Wei Wuxian, like, gets winching and, uh, like, a couple of, like, you know, like her uncles, mm-hmm. basically. And um, he rounds up everybody that he can and, like, steals some horses. 
and he kind of like flute necromancies uh wending along and they escape to the mountains back to the yielding burial mounds because like nobody lives there um so he's just like it's free real estate (laughs) um and once they get there they settle down and um he finds a cave and he keeps winding like restrained by use of magic in there because he's still feral um and if he gets out he's gonna go on more of a rampage um and they just settle down in there and they start like building little houses um they try to do farming but it's not working very well because the land is really Mm. shitty um but they're just trying to build some kind of settlement um and the rumor that results from this, because nobody knows the actual circumstances, nobody knows what type of people he has living there, uh, people think that he's starting his own, like, necromancy sect, <clears throat> and everybody says to Zhang Cheng, alright, you gotta go talk to your boy, go talk to him and see what's going on and get him to, you know, calm down or whatever. So Zhang Cheng goes to see him, um, but it turns out that he's living in dirt in like houses made out of cardboard with grandmas and babies uh and john Cheng is like this is not what i was led to believe this is shit town uh what is going on um everybody hates that the enemy of the world way Wishan, is like harboring a wmd which is winning um he he is very powerful he could do if he manages to get control of him um, he's gonna be, he's gonna make some problems. Um, but he also has some, you know, POWs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so everybody hates this, and everybody wants, everybody wants to get away with Sean because he's, he's, he's mm. dangerous. Uh, and since he's still kind of under Zhang Cheng's jurisdiction, since he's technically still in the Zhang sect, uh, Zhang Cheng is responsible for him. Zhang Cheng says, I can't protect you if you keep protecting them, and Wei Wishan looks at himself and says, then perish. Um, (laughs) And he defects from the Zhang sect, so he won't be Zhang Cheng's problem anymore. And everything's fine. Um, And he's just gonna... Everything's fine! The end of the story. Um, And then this is the last arc that we have covered on the podcast. The distance arc. Um, (laughs) uh, We get the famous tweet. Um... So Lan Wangji stops by Yiling. This is still flashback mode. And he runs into Wei Wushan and they uh, have a little date. They're joined by the baby. Uh, then Wei Wushan's beeper goes off because back at his bachelor cave, uh, Wending has broken free of his restraints and gone berserk again. Uh, but they go back and it's okay because they calm him down and he gets his brain back. And he becomes the world's first intelligent zombie. And also, uh, Jung Yanli and Jin Zishuan are getting married. So, the distance arc. So Lan Wangji is in Yiling for definitely not seeing Wei Wishan reasons. Um, and he's wandering around and, like, a little boy, a little toddler boy, starts, like, following him around and crying at his feet and calling him dad. And everybody's gathering around this and going, oh, look at this deadbeat dad not paying attention to, to his kid. Uh, and Lan Wangji's like, this isn't my kid. I don't know who this is. <laughs> and Wei Wishan comes up and says, oh, that's my baby. Hi, what's up? <laughs> Good to see you. Um, so this is just the little Wen baby that they have with him. And Wei Wishan okay. had brought him into town. Um, this is Yiling, the town that's like outside of the burial okay. mounds. 
Um, he brought him into town just so he like wouldn't be stuck in the the bad mm. vibes hole for a long time. Uh, so so they meet up, whatever. And Wavershot says, "Let me treat you to lunch," and then they go and eat, and then he doesn't pay. Uh, <laughs> there's like an ongoing joke throughout the entire novel about how broke Wavershot is. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, well, well, good, why would but, he have uh, money? He's... Why would he have money? Yeah, he lives yeah. in dirt. Uh, but they have a baby date, and Lan Wangji is like actually he proves himself to be very good with this baby. Um, and they kind of catch up a little bit, and Lan Wangji catches him up about uh <laughs> stuff that's going on in the outside <laughs> world. And Weiwushan is like, damn, crazy that leaving my sect and living in a cave has separated me from news of the world, huh? Um, and then an alarm talisman goes off. He keeps this thing on him uh, to, like, alert uh, him in case anything happens with Winding. Uh, yeah. And it turns out that he broke through the restraints, and he's going ape crap. Oh, no. So Weiwushan's like, oh, shit, yeah, I gotta get back there. And um, so so they head off, cause, and Wangji goes with. Um, so they get back there. And sure enough, Wending is going nuts. Um, they're not sure what set him off. Just something mm. did, and he's he's going crazy. Um, Wenching is like, you got to help. So the three of them, Wei Wuxian, Lan Wangji, and Wenching, managed to calm him down. And he kind of comes mm. to. His brain comes back. Um, he can talk. Mm. The first thing he the first thing he says is uh, he recognizes his sister. Um, and. Uh, you know, yeah. he. This has never been, yeah. This has never been accomplished. Nobody has ever made a zombie have a brain. So he's just um just a guy again. Basically. Yes, but he's this. Yeah. But yeah, he's he's a zombie who can talk mm. and uh and has memories. Yeah, yeah, he he, yeah, has memories and is aware that he's a mm. zombie and isn't just a mindless tool. You know, um, uh, and uh, so Wei Shan like invites Lan Wangji to have like you know dinner with the whole gang that he's amassed here. Um, but Wangi go home. Uh, but not before telling Wei Wuxian that um, uh, Zhang Yanli and Jin Zixuan are getting married in a week. And um, Wei Wuxian is not invited to the wedding because he's a pariah now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but uh, but he's like, damn, oh, I want to see my sister get married. Aw. Uh, but then, so Wangi go home. And then there's like just a nice scene of like Wei Wuxian and all of the Win POWs having a nice, a nice group dinner. Um, it's very cute and sweet. Um, and then a little while later, Wei Wuxian becomes famous for evil reasons. Um, people are like trying to go there because they like get word that he's made a zombie smart, and they're like, "Damn, I could." become so powerful if I did evil like him. Let me, I want to join the sect that obviously he has. And Wei Wuxian, like, people will come up with, like, banners saying, praise be to the patriarch of Yiling. And Wei Wuxian is like, what, what are you talking about? I'm just, like, living in dirt. Go home. <laughs> um, and uh, so one day, he goes down into the, the city of Yiling again, and he meets up with Zhang Cheng and Zhang Yanli. Oh. For just a little, uh, a little clandestine meeting, Zhang Yanli is gonna show him her cool wedding drip, um, <laughs> because uh. obviously he can't come to the wedding, but she's like, look, uh. um, and it's, yeah, and it's good, uh, nice. and this is where she asks, yeah, this is where she asks Wei Wuxian to give her future child, uh, their courtesy name. Uh. Um, yeah, um, and he gives that baby, uh, uh, a courtesy name, 
And that courtesy name is going to go to Jin Leung one day um, when he comes of age. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Zhang Yanli gives uh, Wending a bowl of soup that he can't eat because he's a zombie and he can't eat, but he accepts it because <laughs> he doesn't know how to say no to it. <laughs> uh, and then that's... That's, that's where mm. we are. Yep. Um, I don't know if you have any questions, uh, but um, it's a yeah, lot. It's a, no, I think I've uh, <laughs> asked the question in, in between where I had them. So. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good. It's, pre- it's, it's pretty fun. Good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like it, mm-hmm. obviously. We have a good time. Um, and I can't wait for more things to happen. Sure. Uh, yeah. I can't wait for Fallon to get back home so we can talk <laughs> about the rest of it. It'll be good. So that's what, like, uh, two-thirds um, of, the, of the whole story? Yeah, about okay. two-thirds. Because, yeah. So it was published in, like, chunks. Mm. Uh, you know, it was it was a web serial novel, so the author would post, like, a chapter or two every few days or so mm-hmm. for like two months or so so it's it's um the actual novel ends at chapter 113 and then there's 14 bonus mm-hmm. chapters okay. so altogether it's 127 yeah and we just finished chapter 75 yep and uh that's where mm-hmm. we are now it's time to pay the pipe <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for coming on this journey with uh, me. Yeah, thank you, thank you for taking me for uh, some yeah, you're welcome. Four hours. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jesus, Jesus. All right. Well, thank you for. Oh God. Oh, you're a saint. All right. Well, I'm, like I'm, I'm used to uh, like three-hour podcast recordings. So <laughs> championship uh, shit. Yeah. Um, let me let me close this stream. Uh. Because my why programs come up, huh. um, whatever. But yeah, uh, so yeah, that's our recap episode. I don't yes. know if I want to go through the whole ending stuff, but um, where can we find uh, you at and and your things? Because thank you so much for for joining me. Really yeah, thank you again for for having me. Um, uh, yeah, if you want to listen to uh, <coughs> five people uh, talking about also a story that involves a lot of uh, daddy issues and. Uh, Maybe classism is bad and stuff like that. Um, I'm on a podcast <laughs> called uh, A Song of Babies and Puppies, which is a Song of Us and Fire re- uh, reread podcast that, that I do with four of my friends. Uh, you can find me on uh, on Twitter at Jack and Clary. And uh, that, that's it. That's, that's all the stuff I do online. <laughs> Hell yes. We love it. We love, hmm. we love the babies and puppies. <laughs> oh. So yeah, um, it's good. Um, what are the shit? What are the things that we say at the end of these? Yeah, well, uh, I wouldn't you know. know. <laughs> podcast will be coming back. Yeah. <laughs> well, the podcast will be coming back in regular form soon. Um, we've had to take a break for for reasons, but um, but yeah. So um, but at the end of the episodes, we do say Semper Bunny. Uh-huh. So, All right. Semper Bunny, folks. Semper Bunny. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>